Longer Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 347 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we are talking about our sweet, sweet time in Spider-Man 2, Media Molecules layoffs, long-time PlayStation exec leaves, the detachable disk drive needed to connect to the internet, or as Kyle likes to call it, the dum-dum detachable disk drive, and so much more, as we do it live each and every Wednesday night over at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on youtube.com slash Room or on your podcast feeds each and every Thursday. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm doing grand. Yeah, same here, man. Video games are awesome. Video games are great. <laughs> They're in such a good place. I know. What Wasn't it like before this generation, everyone's like, oh man, video games are are going to stop being so popular and start yeah. slowing down, at least from like hardware perspective. Yeah. Get out of here with that nonsense. What are we talking about? What a time to be alive. We got Spider-Man 2 breaking all sorts of records. Now we finally got our hands on it, Kyle. And listen, we got a lot, a lot, a lot to talk to y'all about before we could get into our deep dive spoiler-free completely. Uh, spoiler-free, like we're not even going to talk about the suits that you don't know about. You know what I'm saying? The ones that aren't in the trailers. Um, so completely spoiler free. But before we get into all of that, this is the week of Hallow's End, right? Halloween. I want to know from you, Kyle, you got kids in the house. Uh, what are y'all doing this year? Sorry uh, for the delay. I was <laughs> typing up the tweet that yeah. we were live to share with everybody. Oh, fair enough. Um, that was so the what trick. Do we you guys do? got a trick. Look at that. <laughs> Maybe later you'll get a treat. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what do we do? So my house is down a very long driveway. Okay. So we never, ever, ever had trick-or-treaters in my entire life. Fair. Uh, when I, I didn't really, like, go trick-or-treating, like, full on what the movies portray is trick-or-treating or my friends would really uh, until maybe high school and i was too old at that point. no yeah at that point you can't do it <laughs> but yeah. then i was like you know i had the 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 pillowcase just to fill that up with candy it was a great old time okay but i didn't have any friends that lived close by and my neighborhood right. is not like the one the most friendly place in the world for people, <laughs> for kids to go and ask for candy. Your neighbors are, uh, or are like old men in abandoned shacks. Yeah. They, they definitely have uh red hats with white lettering on it. If you oh, know what wow. I mean. Okay. Well, that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, for me, <laughs> but, the, but the girls, they, my sister brings them to other places in town. Yes. To walk around. And then they also go to like stores. There's like an outdoor shopping uh, mall where they do, trick-or-treat where you can go to the stores and trick-or-treat that way i've seen i've seen a lot of that starting to happen like you go to a strip mall and like you bring your kids there my my favorite halloween ever is like a non-trick-or-treater was in college when we signed up for kids to come into the dorms to each dorm room and trick-or-treat that way kids cleaned up by the way (laughs) there's like 10 building dorm room buildings Mm -hmm. 
all like 10 floors and just imagine every room signing up for that and kids just going door to door getting all the candy that's awesome for <laughs> it's really good for us like we it's it's a it's like a hit or miss like our street as y'all know on the podcast it's a very weird street because like we're right next to a highway and like it's, it's a very busy street but at the same exact time like there's a lot of kids here so sometimes we get a lot of trick-or-treaters sometimes we don't uh this year we tried to get a little festive um the lazy way which is we got like one of those little cats like the black cat signs you turn on the lights and the eyes glow that's as much decorating that we did okay and we got uh one of those bags from costco where it's like the party size everything hell yeah now here's what i'm gonna do okay i'm gonna take all the reese's out (laughs) Those That's, are of course and i'm gonna parcel them up for the rest of the year that's how i usually i usually yeah. go but we're doing something at work with the guys so i'm very excited to see all of them dress up uh and so their 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 theme this year is dinosaurs and i can't wait so my nephew owen loves dinosaurs yes he like acts like a dinosaur 85 percent of the day <laughs> My my favorite costume that because in summer camp, we used to have like Halloween day where the kids would come in, dress up in the middle of the summer. We do Halloween themed things in the in, in like August. Mm-hmm. And my favorite one of my favorite camper costumes ever. <laughs> I can't not think of it and laugh. He was Spider-Man. You know, it's on okay. topic. Yeah, of course. On brand. However, oh boy, he was dressed as a cowboy. With a Batman mask. <laughs> what? And he would go around saying, I'm Spider-Man. I'm spinning webs and go. Pew, pew. Like, okay. All hey, right, kiddo. Hey, you're living the dream. That could be I a love suit it in so the game. Much. I don't even it know. It could be. It could be. You know? But that, that's been my favorite. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, again, we got so much to talk to y'all about regarding that Spider-Man. Our thoughts, our deep dive, spoiler free. We got a whole bunch of non-fun news, but I think a lot of it being misreported, so I'd love to talk about all that. But before we do, it's time for a little bit of housekeeping. Of course, the Trophy Room Store, new merch BB, House Slanger slash House Banger going head-to-head. Guess what? Slanger winning by a long shot. Uh, go link down below. Uh, it helps the show. It supports us, all that good stuff. And then... Here's one that I'm very excited by. Uh, We announced it last week. We got a ton of positive feedback on, and that is by the players, our community game club show where each and every month our community members gather around to talk about that a game that month. This month, starting on November 18th, Drellish and our good friend Marcus O'Neill are going to be having a Spider-Man completely spoilers discussion about the game with all of y'all. So link down below. I'll be there too. I'll be there as well. Yeah. Come talk about games with us. Exactly. Uh, Link to our Discord down below. Ask Marcus all about it. He will get to you in a timely manner. We've seen a lot of positive responses from it so far. I really love to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. Also, shout out to uh, Mike Clancy for the artwork on the logo. Oh, my goodness. Clancy is a genius. So good. 
so talented. Can't wait to work with him in the he future. He does all the 6-1 indie stuff as well. Yeah. So. And maybe some of cool. some new stuff that we're doing, you know? Maybe. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Let me tell you something. November, when I tell you we've been working on some stuff, we've been working on some stuff. Speaking of some of that stuff, our extra life is coming up. Uh, we'll give you guys uh, more opportunities or details on that next week as Kyle and I prepare for all that stuff this week. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, stay tuned for more informa- information there. Uh, also, hey, before we get on to it, it's time for our Patreon pitch, of course. Uh, before we get into the news, I want to thank all of our premium producers over at Patreon that make this show possible. It's like we say each and every show. If we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it really does help us out. I know I hear it all the time. You get me through that long car ride. You get me through that boring day at work. You get me through my boss, Vanessa, giving me an earful about the data reports. I understand and the best way to help us is over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room just like our newest members lucas sowen at the bronze tier chaotic monkey renewing his pledge for the premium tier jonas young sorry platinum tier uh jonas young as well at the platinum tier i want to thank our premium producers todd berowitz and toxic i want to thank our platinum members jay shea jedi master ren camboy danger d jonas young the green gorilla gamer chaotic monkey millennium falcon gaming Ryuko kill 90 steven flesh strubles and bits bertos maximos chris hybrid seven four Eight. Matt Valdez, Chris the Wizard, Solo, Liam Russ, Silcanet, Desamine, Jedda, Jedis Von Metal, Mitchell Gramlin, and Liam Russ. I want to thank our gold members, Cypher Primus, Darth Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hyden Doyce, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, The Red Arrow, Aegis Hermit, Andrew Zor, Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, Winter, Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, ET, Tino, Six Speed, N Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bamman, Matthew King, The Overlord, Dewane Raksha, Rick Davis, Black Mavericks, and the Lord Commander, Sadi. Thank you all so much for keeping the lights on and keeping us doing what we're doing with all that said and with all that out of the way kyle it is now time to square up the news all right bit of a bummer being squared up first this comes from zermina khan over at ps lifestyle little big planet dev media molecule undergoing layoffs reports claim uh I'm sorry, report claims. I put the S on the wrong word. Little Big Planet and Dreams developer Media Molecule is among PlayStation Studios hit by layoffs recently. It has been reported. At least 20 out of a total of 135 employees were were reportedly informed earlier today that their positions have been cut. The writing has been on the wall for Media Molecule for quite some time. Despite being a relatively small studio, the developer has found little little success outside of its Little Big Planet series. Its ambitious endeavor, Dreams, was widely praised but had limited appeal, leading to the game-making platform being shut down recently. Media Molecule also lost its co-founder and senior producer this year. Report of the layoffs today comes from Sports Illustrated. According to the website sources, Sony is targeting a headcount of 115 employees despite the studio currently developing a new game. 
Earlier this year, Sony shut down Concrete Genie developer Pixel Opus and laid off developers from the PlayStation Visual Arts Group on two separate occasions. Prize developer Naughty Dog was also hit with staff cuts, reportedly due to The Last of Us multiplayer game being put on hold indefinitely. Rumor has it that the project is all but canceled. And in an update from Jordan Midler over at VGC, Jordan writes, several, several developers have announced that they have been laid off from PlayStation's visual arts group. Among them, former senior level designer Daniel Belmare wrote, quote, unfortunately, fathering a wave of layoffs last week was my last week at PlayStation. While this is certainly not the news I was hoping for, I'm grateful to have had a chance to work amongst extremely talented colleagues on incredible projects, and I'm leaving with good memories of my time there, end quote. Belmare is based in San Diego and was working on an unannounced project. It's unclear if he was based at PlayStation's Visual Arts Group or Sony San Diego. The San Diego-based Visual Arts Service Group was founded in 2007 with the goal of growing some of PlayStation's biggest franchises. Visual Arts Service Group was recently brought to prominence for its work on Last of Us Part 1, work that reportedly saw the game be brought in-house at at the original studio Naughty Dog to finish the project. Rigging artist Sean Teo, who worked on The Last of Us Part 1, wrote on his LinkedIn page, quote, Hey, everyone. My contract at PlayStation Visual Arts has unfortunately come to an end. I'm currently looking for a new role, and I am flexible with working on video games, cinematic films, and commercial work, end quote. 2023 has seen widespread reports of job losses across the games industry, including Cambridge, UK-based Frontier Developments earlier this week. Bummer news to start off because if you're a longtime PlayStation fan, you know and love Media Molecule. You love Little Big Planet, um, and to me, this this sucks because they are, I think, some of the most creative devs, not just in the PlayStation Studios uh, first party, but they are one of just the creative most creative devs out here in the space you know with little big planet one and two tearaway being great examples of them just doing something wholeful or wholesome doing something that is you know putting out the creator tools to their community to go out there and create things within their universe it's awesome to see it's also not a surprise that as much as we love their creativity dreams was not the success that I think both PlayStation or Media Molecules wanted. That said, Cowboy Danger D writes in, general question geared towards all, sorry, towards the overall situation with layoffs. What do you think it will take for all the layoffs to stop? It's been discussed before, but it seems like if a game doesn't make so many millions on day one, it's looked at at least from the guys in the suits as a failure. Is it a case of games getting too big or expectations not being uh, checked at the door? Also, I feel this is a huge reason uh, why creative risk with gaming is a very scary thing for developers. I think that is something I would love to highlight here. Um, It sucks because, yeah, like Media Molecule was a team of 130-ish. I think it's getting downsized to about 100-ish employees. It's a it's a bummer because we're talking about people again losing their jobs in the midst of where like PlayStation is, you know, making record profits and all that jazz, but at the same exact time, yeah, Dreams didn't 
didn't hit the way neither of them wanted. And I think this is probably people from that dreams team now no longer needed in their positions as they start to sunset that, you know, sunset that project. So Kyle, I want to know what you think of, of this. How do we get these layoffs to stop my man? It's a very, it's a very loaded question, but I don't know what, what do you feel like is on top of that next for media molecule? Oh man. I don't know what's next. I just, it hurts. Yeah. It's just media molecule are, are so damn talented and creative and, to see that like dreams didn't hit the way that I think they hoped or that we hoped it's just, it's just a bummer. And now we're seeing like the consequences of that. Yeah. Um, those people are insanely talented and any other studio that picks them up are going to be, you know, finding absolute gems Yeah. to, to include on their dev team. Um, as far as what's next for what I would want to see them, I would love for them to make a very cute platformer. Yeah. Like go back to do the you little think big they, planet. Maybe I was going to say, do like, you think they go back to little big planet or do you think, I don't know if they go to you know. that IP, mm-hmm. but like, I would love another in-house platformer of yeah. any kind, whether or not that includes what they're known for. And like, the creative side of it where you can create like your own levels and, and give you the tools or whatnot. Um, I feel like, uh, uh, my God, why am I blanking on the game that launched that PS five launch? Sackboy story. Um, the platform that was not media molecule. Yeah. But I would love for them to do big adventure. Big adventure, thank you. I got you. Uh, I I would love for them to do something like that because mm. that is that is a gem. I think from the launch PS5 that a lot of people forget about, and it's really good as well. Uh, it, it's weird because if I'm not mistaken, Little Big Planet Three wasn't Media Molecules. If I'm not mistaken, uh, f- yes, it, right? it was. Yeah. Um, was Sumo again. Yeah, Sumo and Sanzaru games, maybe? I might be making that up. So, But also, Sackboy was Sumo Digital as well. Yeah. I I would love to see them go back to their roots in terms of, like, making a Mario Maker-esque game where, yeah, they go back to their 2D roots. Let's keep it small. Let's keep the scope contained. But, Mm -hmm. like, I would just love to see a game... The likes of a little big planet too, maybe not with Sackboy, because now that yeah. is seemingly with the Sumo Digital crew. Um, but maybe they go back and they and they do something there. Whatever their next game is, though, is going to be in a much smaller scope, just by the ways we're seeing it. Like, I think one of the biggest bummers here is we're seeing you know one of their co-founders leave a few months ago kind of the canary in the coal mine to the situation we find ourselves in right here, right now, where I think as much as I, I love media molecule, I think maybe they got a little lost in the sauce in terms of like people really love building in our games a lot. So, so let's just make this game that our, our dreams game all about the creation tool where I think a lot of the questions around that game was like, yeah, this creator tools cool, but like, where's the game? 
right? Or like this creation tool is great, but like where's the monetization of it? Where's the discoverability of it? And those those questions weren't answered because Dreams is a really impressive game. Seeing yeah. the sculpture, seeing the literal games that people are making in Dreams, really awesome. But I just don't think it was marketed correctly, and I just don't feel like they had the tools to succeed. I think mm-hmm. they, for lack of better words, wasted a lot of time making this developer kit that was impressive, but there was no broader way of people sharing that you know, sharing that creation out there or making money off of it. Like, mm-hmm. I think they probably sold this game as a Roadblocks X-esque game uh, with a friendlier UI, friendlier uh, monetization uh, scheme and looked great on paper, but just didn't or wasn't executed as as well as it could have. This sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. That said, move on to the PlayStation Visual Arts Group. Um, when I got wind of this, this one also is a bummer. This is a team that wanted to grow. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a team that wanted to be something bigger in the PlayStation, you know, family and said, hey, we can. I think that the first game that they wanted to to test out was to do something big with The Last of Us. I think they were the first team that yep. was working on The Last of Us Part 1 for PlayStation 5. And then Naughty Dog kind of took that over. And it seems like whatever the other project that they were working on also fell through, which is a bummer to hear. But yeah, I know it's I know it sounds like me just writing it off, but like sometimes the thing just doesn't work out. And and I think we're in an interesting time where it's weird to even think or say this after we just got Spider-Man, but PlayStation's in a weird spot place yes we don't know a whole lot what first party is doing other than insomniac yeah and it's it's frustrating for us and i'm sure it's frustrating for them that they can't talk about it yet mm-hmm. but and i think this kind of news here just compounds the worry like yes. the natural worry of what i think we all are going through like oh my god what's happening yeah at playstation and I'm not saying the layoffs would have gone over smooth smoother if we were getting first party news. That's not what I mean at all. It's just there's it, a lot of work. No, I understand it, what just, you're saying. Yeah, it's just it's an interesting time for these layoffs to happen. There's no piece of candy to distract us from right. the, the, our vegetables, which is this stuff. It's it, it's the we're worried as the consumer side of it because yeah 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 yeah. For all, for, for for what it's worth, the last showcase from what the reaction uh, in the room was, wasn't great. Um, we don't know where, you know, Naughty Dog is. We don't know where, I don't know, Sucker Punch is right now. Like, we don't know what the big names are, are working on. And for the AA studios, like, you know, where is Stellar Blade? Where is Rise of Ronin? Like... There are so many question marks still, mm-hmm. and we're getting kind of frustrated as a fan base going, all we're seeing is things shifting around, right? Where is the thing that I am supposed to get excited for? Where are the teams that I'm supposed to get excited for? Because you can't just show me a ham sandwich and go, Concord, get excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't just show me an mm-hmm. Ubisoft game going, Hey, yep. this is, you know, Haven studios joint. 
mm-hmm. that's just not going to rile up the fan base that is PlayStation. And yeah. I think it kind of dives into the next the next story here. So mm-hmm. take it away. Chris Scullion over at VGC writes, longtime PlayStation producer Connie Booth has reportedly left Sony. Former Sony employee David Jaffe, who created the God of War and Twisted Metal series, tweeted on Sunday that there was some, quote, sad, frustrating, potentially super disrespectful news, end quote, on the way on the way that would mean, quote, the Sony we all came up with is mostly dead, end quote. Jaffe later confirmed that he was referring to Booth's departure. Something something that has yet to be officially confirmed by either Booth or Sony. Booth has been at Sony since the early days of PlayStation has and has been involved in the production of over 100 games, starting with the original Crash Bandicoot, where she was a senior producer. Over the years, she's been involved in production on such series as Spyro the Dragon, Siphon Filter, Ratchet & Clank, SOCOM, Uncharted, Jack & Daxter, Infamous, Resistance, Sly Cooper, The Last of Us, Spider-Man, Death Stranding, and Ghost of Tsushima. She was also inducted into the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame in 2020 because she was, quote, integral in helping produce many beloved SIE titles over the past 25 years, end quote. In a video discussing the situation, Jaffe says he had previously only been told Booth had left by people working inside Sony, but has since had the news, quote, verified from people outside of Sony, end quote, and therefore felt comfortable discussing it. It should be noted that despite his video referring to, quote, the axe falling, quote, on Booth, Jaffe later says that he has no idea why Booth has seemingly left the company and that she could have chosen to leave herself. Would you like me to reread that last sentence for everyone just Please. really quickly? Yes. Jaffe later says that he has no idea why Booth has seemingly left the company and that she could have chosen to leave herself. Now, I was going to watch the David Jaffe video, but I decided I didn't want to take a drill bit to my temple. So I just want to just state this. This is no news. <laughs> We first off, a lot of people are like, "Who?" Uh, Connie Booth is revered in PlayStation. She's been around since literally the PlayStation One. If you've played one of her, or sorry, if you played a game in the PlayStation uh, Pantheon, she's had her DNA somewhere yeah. in it, mm-hmm. uh, and she kind of does what, for the layman's terms out there, or for the layman term, uh, she she just she kind of does what she does, which is she takes a look at a game. And she asks where the fun is, right? She asks some philosophical questions that the creative leads have to answer. So think of it as her maybe reining in uh, creative directors on whatever project that they're working on to keep it as simple Mm -hmm. as possible. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she's had her hands in some beloved games like The Last of Us, like Uncharted, like Ratchet & Clank, like Ghost of Tsushima. This is a name that is renowned. Yeah. But dare I say, Kyle? Um, oh, I, I I dare you, Joe. I dare you. I really hate the inflammatoriness of just the way yeah. games coverage is now. Like the quote, mm-hmm. Sony we all came up with is mostly dead. Mm-hmm. Please shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this annoys me uh, uh, so much so because like this line is going to get people to click that video, which at the end of the day, seems like this could be just her leaving or whatever the case may be under her volition or not (laughs) over two two like two and a half decades yeah 
And the idea that just because someone leaves the company means the company is dead is a yeah. ridiculous term. Steve Jobs is no longer with Apple. Apple is still in the best place it's ever been, right? So, like, to me, when I hear that type of inflammatory statement, it's just nuts to me because it's not like listen it's not like when walt disney got cryogenically frozen disney stopped being disney right people took uh took his place and then started to build upon the idea of what disney means right a great example if you're a star wars fan we all hail dave filoni because he understands we mm -hmm. some of us revere him more than george lucas himself because he understands the dna of star wars so mm -hmm. it's not like if she is left again it's bummer if she's fired after 25 years you would think you know maybe you get like a push to retire but like to think the axe falls after 25 years yeah you're right and that is disrespectful. But at the same exact time, whether she just chose to leave, um, doesn't mean Sony closes up shop or that the, the, the company that you loved is dead. That is just a wild statement to me. Mm -hmm. And it just gets me really aggravated when I hear it because that is the sole problem of what is wrong with games coverage is that we shoot from the hip, we ask the questions later, and we just don't even bother about correcting ourselves for the next time around. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the thing that bugs me a whole lot about this is as a former game developer who has seen firsthand what leaks can do and would go out and be, you know, tell information that he is not, it's not his information to tell. Yeah. And he, he is doing no better than any of the other millions of Twitter, you know, people who are just posting these inflammatory things just for clicks, just for, uh, to to raise their um, what's the word I'm looking for? To raise their uh, brow, interaction. Oh, like, engagement. Is, enga yeah. yeah, raise their engagement because you know Elon has monetized engagement on Twitter. That's not a bad like, thing. You know, <laughs> that's not made this house game worse. What are you talking about? <laughs> I made seven dollars last month, Kyle. Hey, hey, but it's just like as somebody who's who's done a lot of things in the games industry seen what leaks can do seen what talking about you know he said she said stuff can ruin things mm -hmm. this is a human being who's put a lot of their life into it i don't care if you're her friend or not it is not your call to talk yeah. about this yeah let, let 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 connie talk about it whenever it happens or if it does happen and if she still chooses not to fine cool yeah. it's her prerogative it's not up to everyone else to be like oh sony's dead it's gone. Right. It, Sell it, all the boxes. It's over. It's done. We're done. Yeah, it's no like, more fun to be had here. It's like what Narbox just said. Jim Ryan's leaving next year. We're kind of like, we're pretty happy about it. Not going to lie. We're not saying like it's one right. person can't have an effect on a company. Absolutely. Look at what Jimbo's done. On paper, excellent. On, you know, on the ground floor, we're a little annoyed. But hey, you know what? Keep the Spider-Man 2s coming. It's kind of like, uh, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher their name. So I'm just going to create the new a new one. Uh, the Rumham that writes it's the fuel to the console war because even people i didn't think would use this information for console warring is doing it and that is what is destroying 
the conversation around games that we can't have an over, an honest conversation about video games and, and trying to get a deeper knowledge base of it because we get this inflammatory comment about someone who may or may not have left. And what I love what Tom Henderson said on the social of medias. It's like what you're reporting on is hearsay. Like we can't, we can't hard evidence prove that this happened or what you said happened. You, I mean, even Jaffe can't even say it <laughs> as he makes these bold you know, proclamations. Um, you know, it's all to, to, to just fuel a console war. It's like, again, I say it every week. I love Starfield. Yeah, it's a little buggy. I've noticed a bug. I'm not here to go, ooh, the door opened without, you know, me telling it to. I'm going to post a screenshot and then like, you know, PlayStation fan... 420. What a, what a laziest we'll like title it. screen. Yeah, Come exactly. On, title screens tell you exactly what games are going to oh, be like. God. Like, listen, the floating Miles Morales head is hilarious. And yes, I've <laughs> experienced bugs in Spider-Man yeah. 2 more than I would have yes. liked. But guess what? One of my favorite games this year, and I can't, just, I just can't yeah. gush more about it. So it's like, I love Starfield. I'm a PlayStation host. Somehow that should be illegal. Or I should find a uh, fault in it that I'm hung up on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Spider-Man 2, I need to praise anything Anything that may sound even like a smallest of critique is against the rules. And that's just not right. You got to call a spade a spade. You got to celebrate games and critique them honestly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Celebrating games is what I want to do is what I think we do here. Uh, And and most of the people that I follow do. Um, And critiquing when it makes sense to critique and not be like oh like critiquing spider-man because uh female bodies in spider-man doesn't look as good as this other in-game character i'm sorry they're digital fictional polygons and shaders yeah go on a computer i don't know like (laughs) go outside touch that grass chill yeah the the actual critique of what makes a game fun and a game engaging is worthwhile all the other bullshit that's going around is just it's making our hobby we love kind of look like a joke yeah kind of suck uh you can't celebrate things anymore and it's just it's just a shame and listen again Critique where it should be critiqued, like hearing the news from Media Molecule, hearing the news from, you know, um, from the visual arts team. That's that is a bummer. And for a lot of Media Molecule's, um, you know, effort, it's not on them that dreams failed. A lot of it has to do with the management or sorry, not management, uh, you know, the suits demanding that game do things that it didn't want to do. Right. So, like, to me. It's about giving fair critiques. So yeah, visual arts being laid off is a bummer. I hope nothing but the best for them. And I hope that team lands on their feet, whatever way, shape or form. Maybe even them going back to the support roles that they used to do. That would be awesome. That means people get to keep their jobs. The reality of it is when it comes to Connie Booth, though as recognizable of a name to the hardcore PlayStation audience that knows there is going to be someone that steps up to the plate. Those are huge shoes to fill, but it's not an impossible task. And when I hear rhetoric, like the Sony, we all came up up with is mostly dead. It's like companies constantly change, man. 
but the identity stays the same. The PlayStation I know and love is different than the PlayStation you know and love, which is different than whoever's listening in their car right now to whoever's listening in the audience, right? Uh, for example, my brother used to be a big diehard Xbox dude, and then he got one red ring of death and Xbox that he came up with died for him, and he's been a PlayStation boy ever since. So, again, is this a bummer news story? I don't know what this news story is. But we're talking about it here because it is relevant to PlayStation, to the conversation around PlayStation. And I think our final takeaway to this conversation is let's just wait. Let's just wait till we got all the information before mm-hmm. we make the bold proclamations of two two things. Yeah. Shout out to last week's guest, Jake Steinberg in chat yeah. saying I think console wars really just expose that people don't have actual material politics. So instead, they get attached to made up meaningless jokes because it's all they have. That's right. Again, Jake is way smarter than than us here. Let's bring him that's on great. again. <laughs> Jake, yeah, let's welcome do it. Any, on anytime, in. Jake. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's why people call Sony people ponies because it's like yeah. it rhymes, but ponies Except, are goddamn uh, majestic. Funny. I mean, that's seen, why we have, have you ever fed a pony in real life? <laughs> I mean, that's why we have the Sony Pony Express. We're yeah, taking we're taking yeah. that term back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> taking it back. It's our word now. Um, and number two, yes. something that I I used to do all the time that I haven't, and I do it whenever I like play a game, and I really love it. Please go on social media if you're on social media. Tell a developer that you love what they do and yeah. love a game that they do yep. tell them you know tell them the trophy room sent you i don't care yeah. just like let them know that you are so appreciative of what they make yep. because it is hard out there for them yep as as someone who is now like on the other side a little bit and working with devs every day yeah. i can i can see just how much the little things weigh on them so getting a little boost of positivity of you know hey i love what you did here the character uh, that you wrote speaks to me because I see myself in that character. Yep. Whatever it is, find a developer, tell them that you love them, and they will absolutely adore that. And uh, question, Kyle, I don't want a shameless plug here. What yep. What is one game that you're currently working on? Oh, yeah. I mean, Spider-Man 2. No, I mean, like, like that you're working on for work. Not not for, like, you know, just oh, a... Oh, 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 oh. Um, like, oh, my God. Oh, so I, I tweeted about it today. Yeah. A game that has a demo on Steam. It's not a, not on console yet. Uh, it's mm-hmm. coming to Switch eventually. Um, it's a Met- uh, Hollow Knight Metroidvania cross with Kirby, Ooh. where you take the abilities of enemies, yeah, and use that to traverse the Metroidvania world. It's a game called Biomorph. It's not a PlayStation game, Morph. Uh, but it's gorgeous. And uh, it looks like a ton of fun. So, okay. can I have five out. keys? Four of them are for giveaways. <laughs> One of my play. I'm so tired of seeing those emails. I'm so tired, Joe. I'm a content I'm creator. So tired. I don't care. Hi, me again. Can I get six codes this time? <laughs> Seven Do you of know them that for giveaways. Uh, there, there's been a couple where um, Steam curators are just a bunch of people who just write reviews yep. on Steam, but most of the time they just take the codes and sell them on third-party sites. Yep. So we don't deal with That's them. My part-time job. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry to take out that uh, <laughs> revenue stream for you. Um, the way they word their emails is hilarious. Like, 
Oh, I'm Granny. You know, I'm making muffins, and the last ingredient I need is a sweet, cool new game. And I think that game is yours. Can I have a code so I can make this delicious muffins? Shut up, Go Grandma. away, Granny. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Let's talk about the next news story that people didn't bother to research. Oh, here we go. Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, PS5 Slim will require players to pair the disk drive online. Quote, the PS5 Slim will require players to pair their disk drives online upon setup. According to screenshots of the console's box making rounds online, the new iteration will go on sale starting early November, replacing the launch model. PS5 Slim's previously leaked Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Spider-Man 2 bundles have already started making their way to retailers. According to photos on the back of the PS5 Slim's box, an internet connection is, quote, required to pair disk drive and PS5 console upon setup, end quote. Some assume that this requirement is for digital consoles that have the option to add a drive, but the box we're looking at comes with one, indicating that this might just be a standard requirement going forward. Mm -hmm. There's a surprising lack of information about PS5 Slim beyond the recent PS blog post, so this discovery hasn't gone down well with players. Many are concerned that this may cause problems for game preservation, as well as using third-party disk drives in the future, and considering Sony's history in both departments, these concerns aren't misplaced. However, the wording used here is, quote-unquote, upon setup, which makes us wonder if this is just a one-time requirement. Here's hoping Sony clears this confusion up soon. Kyle, I expect uh, an apology. Why? Because this isn't a big deal. It's still dumb. <laughs> Who cares? Look, the PlayStation 4 had to do the he, same thing. He, no, the no, Xbox no, no. I'm Series not, X has, no, no, has no. to do when it. I say, when I say it's dumb, I'm saying the detachable disk drive is dumb. <laughs> this is whatever. Right. I'm just saying the whole disk drive thing is dumb. Well, I'm going to say my tweet from uh, that I replied to your tweet with, and I think it was very mature. I yeah, said that mm -hmm. this is a, quote, in caps, cry for help unquote from the physical fascists they're trying to smear us delightful digital consumers and i won't take or let the propagandists win i'm sorry what that's right i didn't even get that notification well thanks you... elon <laughs> well, thank him later because i'm here to tell you a lot of people were freaking out that like every time you put in a disc in the dish tray that it's going to you know, have to some type of weird DRM scan your disc and all that stuff and upload and it. At face to... value, that is what I first saw. I was like, oh, that sucks. Right. And a lot of people, face value, that's, yeah. you, you see the mm -hmm. headline, you're like, oh, well, that's dumb, especially how some folks word it, right? Again, scroll up from the PlayStation we all came up with is dead. When you get like titles that are purposely misleading, it makes you assume that this is the case when it's not. So, from what we understand, when you first plug in your PlayStation 5 Slim, um, it's going to update your console. That is going to then pair your disk drive with your PlayStation. Again, it's akin to what the Xbox Series X does. It is on uh, par with what the PlayStation 4, I believe, used to do. And uh, this is also due to some piracy laws here in the United States. So, not the worst thing in the world to have happened. Sure. 
Brody writes in. Kyle is giving me an evil smirk like, you son of a bitch, I don't like you. Brody writes in, hey guys, hope everything is well. My question for you guys is how do you think the game community can preserve physical games slash media? What I'm ideas- trying, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying real hard. But he's just man. one man. <laughs> What ideas do you guys have? I personally enjoy physical copies uh, because that, to me, is a game. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Shout out to House of Bangers. What, Brody? We were being... You were... Mm. All right. I thought... I thought I thought I had a comment. I thought I had a friend. I mean... Listen, I'm not going to sit here and, and be on my high horse about physical media. I know I'm in, in a losing battle. Yeah. I've been in a losing battle ever since games stopped shipping with actual instruction booklets on the inside of the case. That's right. I, I knew that was a downhill, and it, it, <laughs> they all were shipped with that one little sheet of paper with like all the legal information on it. Yeah. I'm like, here's the controller. Here's what the buttons do. That's it. Goodbye. And now it's I like, knew- it's now that is printed within the game cover yeah, itself yeah exactly it's you don't sucks. even get a sheet of paper anymore kyle <laughs> no 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 um so yeah it's an uphill battle I, I don't know i do think in some way shape or form that physical media will never go away you have like your limited run you'll always have third-party people uh that love physical media as much as i do putting out physical copies of things like limited run is putting out a persona 4 golden physical copies mm-hmm. uh of the new ones so the, which come like steel books and stuff so it is a thing um i don't know what else to do outside of that because digital people are, are thinking they're the only ones that matter i guess i don't know <laughs> I'm not saying you're not delightful, but I there's a so double standard going on here mm-hmm. where I just actively hate it and I feel like I am going crazy. What's the double standard? What's the double What's standard? The du- yeah, I don't understand the double standard. Why does it hurt you that I want physical media? <laughs> I don't think of, I don't think of you at all, Kyle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every time I, I, I say like, oh, I'm elevator. gonna go I'm going to the store to pick up a game, like, oh man. Mine's already here. Yeah. Mm, sucks to be you. Exactly. Oh, you got to get out of your seat and take the disc out and oh, put another one in. God, oh, sounds... could it be me? Yep. Get out of here. I'm sorry. I'm just delighted that I don't have to do any of that. I like stuff. <laughs> Look behind me. I like stuff. Well, listen, I've done my part. Look at this copy of Forspoken yeah, I got for $10 hairs. Now, only because you have the Spidey Special Edition PS5. That's the only reason you bought it. That's right. Now, Which, guess what? Has a disc drive in it. Here's the thing. I don't know if there's a, a little manual inside you want to find it's not, out. I also have it. It's, no, I don't think so. I think it has the little sheet, too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It gives me a little legal advice. Let's see. Let's take a look at this. First yep. off. Don't copy it. It's the same thing the user like license agreement. It's like point two font. How am I supposed- it's awful. Is it's this awful. a manual for ants? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Now I have a Saints Row because I forgot to get it on PlayStation oh. Plus last month because okay. I'm a dummy. So I spent mm-hmm. five dull hairs on this. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to see. It's still in the cell phone. ASMR fans out there, you freaks. Let me open this up. I, let's, let's see. And inside. to be fair, Norbox84, I'm with you. I don't care physical and digital as long as the games are fun. What I do care about are people like Joe that likes to be like digital is the future and all you physical media people are beneath me 
That is what I'm talking about. That's like a subset of the console wars. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to take a whiff. Ready Get the that? new game smell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the that's that's. The Does it also have the right legal there. the legal paperwork in there? You would be proud. All right. Here's here's what it comes with. It comes with a DLC. A, a DLC code. Idols, probably nothing else. Yep. Idols of Anarchy Pack. Okay. And oh, and an advertisement for another game? And Saints, uh, Saints Criminal Customs. I have not oh. gotten these codes yet, so I'm not going to reveal them. Okay. Okay. But let me see the disc. I like when a disc is fun. It is not. It is just the title. It's not game. fun. Yeah, it's not fun. Shout out to the Spider-Man 2 disc. That's real fun. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Coming it's out. up there. I can't get oh, it. Can't it's see? over there. What is it? it it's, uh, it's the black suit. It's the black Spidey. Ooh. The black disc and white spider on it. Yeah, no, I got Forspoken right here. That's all. Yeah. Black disc, Forspoken. All right. Fair enough. My, my whole argument with this disc drive thing, and I've said it a million times, and I'm, I'm going to stop talking about it because I sound like a crazy person. You are? Uh, it's just, the disc drive does the same thing as digital. And now that it's a slim, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It is now slimmer. It is smaller, which is one concern for people who wanted to go digital. So now, just cut out the middleman. You're going to be spending less money to get the digital and the disc drive, detachable disc drive. Yeah. Just get the disc slim version, and you'll be golden. Oh, no, I agree. With the price hike, yeah, go get the physical. Yeah. The, yeah, no, no, no. Go for the 500, not the 450. At least you have options. I just like my compact discs. Yeah. I like discs, Joe. All right. That's the next shirt. <laughs> I like discs. <laughs> I love lamp. <laughs> yeah, no. Again, a lot of people jumping on this. It, yeah. it seems like there, a lot of it, Kyle, is like people are waiting for PlayStation to to have the heel turn. They're just yeah. waiting, right? We're also just waiting for something fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah. But listen, we got listen. Spider Man. It's just. A, I mean, it's just a few minutes away. Let's get. Oh, to yeah. It. I mean, outside of the game front. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Let's talk about some Spidey news. Uh, we're rounding it all up, okay? Whip, whip. Go for it, Kyle. Take it away. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 breaks sales records to become fastest-selling PlayStation Studios game in PlayStation history. Sony Interactive Entertainment has sold through more than 2.5 million copies to gamers worldwide in the first 24 hours. Oh, beautiful. Spider-Man 2 beat out competition from Super Mario. It's acclaimed number one in the UK box retail charts. Take that, you dumb plumber <laughs> a bumper gfk data reveals the playstation 5 exclusive had a strong launch it is the biggest ps5 box launch of the year with sales almost five percent bigger than the previous high point the ps5 launch of hogwarts legacy back in february spider-man 2's launch sales are just over three percent lower than the ps5 launch of crowd of war ragnarok excuse the dragging of the chair above me oh i thought uh, that was, was a car no, that was that someone's just dragging a metal chair upstairs. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Which was the biggest PlayStation launch of all time when it arrived last year. Of course, this is purely physical sales, so we will have to wait until digital comes in to find out which game comes out top. Note, God of War Ragnarok launched on a Wednesday, whereas Spider-Man 2 arrived on Friday, so last year's title had a few extra days on sale. Spider-Man 2 is the fourth biggest box game launch of the year behind Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, EA Sports, FC24, and Hogwarts Legacy. Just think about that for a second. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, phenomenal game, yep. had 100 plus million switches. 
Yep. We just cracked 40 million here on PlayStation. Just under yep. Zelda is nuts. Yeah, if, we de- we definitely cracked 40 million. Us, right? Here, I know. We. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how many times we bought this for both our community and ourselves. Which, yeah, yeah, by yeah. the way, guys, I have a bonus code of Spider-Man 2. Um, that I will be giving away during our extra life stream. So not only are we giving away a uh, a Spider-Man PlayStation console that comes with a, a code of the game, we are also giving away a code of Spider-Man 2 as well, all for extra life. So again, next week we'll have the big announcement, big reveals of all the things we're giving away and of all of our partners and all that jazz. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Kyle, none of this came to a surprise for me. I think the day one sales are half of the people that bought the PlayStation five (laughs) console. Exactly. Um, Okay. Here's, here's a fun, here's a fun question for you though. Uh huh. When's the next bit of news revealing how much Spider-Man sold? When are we getting that? I don't want the how many things will it sell in its lifetime. We know it's a lot. When are we getting the next update? Because two point five million. If I'm not, if if memory serves right, yeah, like the last one that to do that was God of War for th- mm-hmm. in its first three days. The one after that was Last of Us Horizon, Part Two. Right? No, no, I, I think Last of Us Part Two. With uh, okay. with Horizon did crazy big though. Yes, it? it it did really well, but no no Last of Us or like God of War. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I honestly think next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I I think it will be quick. I also think they want to remind people during Game of the Year season of like, hey, look at how many copies we've sold. So we're yeah. definitely Game of the Year. Yeah, kind of thing. Or even if they don't get that that, because listen, this year is. It's stacked. Stacked. <laughs> I don't. Someone's getting snubbed. You know. Yeah. And I would like. I wouldn't blame you if Spider-Man's not on your game of the year list or is. Like I don't. There's too much it's goodness. Tough. It's yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I I think. I think by by this time next month we're gonna know how many copies Spider-Man sold. Yeah, and I think that the number is gonna be huge. Staggering. Yeah, staggering. All right, Kyle, it's time for some flash. You just gotta go. Gotta run fast. Oh my goodness. Oh my gracious. Fallout TV series launch date revealed. Standby Fallout dorks. <laughs> it's not on PlayStation more, so I can say that. Uh, there's only a few months left for you to stay in your bunkers before the Amazon Prime Fallout TV series debuts in April next year. A brief teaser on the uh, video posted on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, it's still Twitter in our hearts. Revealed yep. the Fallout series date release of the 12th of April, of course. This date, written in the American style, because America, USA, USA. Uh, so it's four twelve twenty four. But good news, it isn't debuting next December. Kyle, I don't feel anything for Fallout. Does this do yeah. anything for you? No, no, yeah, same. I, I like I've I've played a little bit of four. Mm-hmm. I tried three. I just there's something about that those games just didn't click. Goddamn base building. I it, it's not even that. I like I don't know. Fucking hate. I'm sorry for the cuss. That one got in. <laughs> but that base building. The oh your village is under attack. Let them all die. I don't care. 
on on paper, yeah. Fallout should be a Kyle ass game. It really should. But something about it is just like it just doesn't click with me, and I don't know why. That's why I actually like Starfield so much because it's like you could base build if you want to. Your gameplay probably mm-hmm. like would be better if you did, but it's it's a it's a like an asterisk like you don't need to do it. Uh, where Fallout, I felt like it was just a pestilence every five minutes. So yeah. I hope they fix that with the with the enhanced versions coming. Um, that said. Kyle, enough about Fallout. Though I am optimistic for the show. I, I love, yeah. it seems like they get it, like seeing the Vault Boy there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like they, they, they yeah. at least the marketing they, team understand the assignment. They missed a very good opportunity to have it released on uh, April 24th, though. Fair. 42424. Yeah. Ooh. All right. They, they missed a good opportunity. Yeah, fair enough. The new PlayStation advert at the UEFA Champions League. All Kratos I know is there. football. Did you see this, yeah. Kyle? Have you seen this? Have we heard about I, this? I saw the thumbnail. I saw Kratos was cheering on some football. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. I don't partake in the football, but let me tell you something. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Astrobot was was it for me. Uh, Asherbot's the ball? Asherbot, when they flip the coin, he pops up and he's just oh, running around. He's, okay. Shoots. It's cool. I love that they're making Astro a thing. Like, this Same. gets me so excited because Astrobot's full of joy, promise, and wonder. You know? Yeah. You see yeah, Joel yeah. and Ellie out there as well. They're riding a horse and they're throwing a ball to a referee. You got Kratos Ooh, and Boy. He's okay. starting the show okay. with the horn. It's nice. Where's, where's Aloy at? Is Aloy there? No, I think she was there last year. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this seems like a yearly thing. It's fun. She must have done something bad to not get an invite to this year's. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Did she run on the field? Oh, excuse me. Did she run on the pitch? There you go. she wasn't supposed to? There you go. That's a Ted Lasso reference. Hey. Hey. Kyle, PlayStation was in the sphere. Oh, the PlayStation Orbis is real. It's real. I immediately <laughs> thought of, what was it? The PlayStation 2 commercial where they're debuting the PlayStation. What was it? Was it the 6? And it's an orb and a baby? It, it, it was like a, a rumored thing. It was like the PlayStation Orbis as being PlayStation 4 or whatever it whatever was. Whatever it was. The future. It was wild. Wild times. The, just the Las Vegas sphere in general is just wild. What a, I want to go so bad. I want to play a game on that thing. <laughs> I want to play Bloodborne on it. I want yes. I just want to see God on it. Like I saw you two play, and I thought I was in heaven. As much as I would love to go see like a concert there yeah. or experience something there, I would just as much be into interviewing the people that live around the sphere. <laughs> <laughs> so like, be like, hi, yes, ma'am. I, I, At 3 a.m. <laughs> Do you ever get scared of that giant pumpkin face that <laughs> looks at you? One person's like, it's just like on at 4 a.m. And one person's <laughs> just trying to get to sleep. And it's just in like, it's not like blinding you, but it's in the corner no. of your eye. Yeah. You yeah. know? And yeah. it's just keeping you, them awake. Could you imagine if everyone that lived around the sphere, the sphere worked for one singular company, and that company's CEO put his face on that every morning at six a.m. and go, "Time to wake up," oh. and that's how you wake up every day. Whew. That is Black Mirror. <laughs> honestly, that is for an earshot away from becoming an Elon Musk dystopia that I just don't want to be a part of. One million percent, it is. 
I think uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up the Las Vegas Sphere. It's insane. Have your mind blown. I love it. First and foremost, Xbox had it the day before. Yep. And then PlayStation had it afterwards with Spider-Man and Miles. Yep. All right, I'll get console wars here, Kyle. I'll mm-hmm. just say it. Xbox Sphere better. It, Xbox what? Better? Xbox Sphere better. Oh, okay. It moved. It moved around like the DVD. <laughs> oh my on god! The Has that been done yet? <gasps> Get on it. Chop, oh. chop, internet. I mean, there's no corners. It's a sphere, but they can do something. They can bounce around from end to end. Yeah, come on, come on. Katie <laughs> writes in. Hope we are all having and enjoying Spider-Man 2. I plan to get it soon. So yep. this past week, we have seen some wild and awesome looking advertisements. Look at that. <laughs> I did it the British way just for you. Uh, Microsoft and PlayStation using the Las Vegas sphere and also a trek being suspended by webbing and symbiote in Sydney, Australia. My question for you is this. Uh, this week, uh, you are in charge of advertisement for one of your favorite games. How would you go about advertising it? Uh, How big would you go? As always, keep up the amazing work. Super stoked for by the players. Hopefully, we'll get to be a part of it at some point. Love you guys. Love you too, Katie. Love you too, Katie. Any advertisement you want. All right. They kind of already done what I would have done. What's that? Uh, Was it? last year where they just had like a giant axe out of nowhere like in the ground and they kind of like blacked it off i would have loved to do that just for and i know they had every like place almost every playstation ip represented in that way all over the world that's what i would have done yeah is is i would have had like some weird fungus growing out of a building and be like oh don't go near it's the cordyceps yeah Or, (laughs) or or like yeah the giant axe um or uh, um, oh my god, like a, just a a weird, creepy tentacle monster from Bloodborne that you can only oh, see at night with yeah. like the black black light or something. Yeah, like that. see, I would say that we're doing this big, spectacular thing. We're renting out the sphere. Yeah, you know, we're gonna showcase the world the next big like PlayStation thing, right? Yeah. But then in actuality, I just brought my PS5 who rented out <laughs> Sphere, and I would be playing Bloodborne on. <laughs> Could you, you know. I think somebody needs to, mm. at some point, just make the sphere into, like, the big red moon of Bloodborne, and someone dresses a hunter outside the sphere looking up at it and taking a picture. Oh, my God, yes. Done. Let's do it. <laughs> Sign it off. Yeah. Um, And then, like, maybe for Final Fantasy, we get, you know, one of those, like, pinups of just, like, the, just the whole cast, because they're very attractive, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Laying down like one of the French girls. I'm thinking of Cloud when I talk about this, yeah. Of course. Star Wars Dark Forces (laughs) has a release date for February 28th, 2024. Jesus, that's coming sooner than I'd like. That's for PC, PlayStation 4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S and Nintendo Switch. Switch. Dark Forces is one of the best Star Wars games, and I feel so hyped in my core, in my soul. Let's go. Let's let's go. That's I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. Thanks. 
All right, Kyle. It's time for a What You Been Playing. Whew. This is going to be my favorite segment of the night. Uh, I haven't been playing much. Cheap Platinums, you know. Cheap Platinums, yeah. You know, haven't had the time. Not... PlayStation's been dropping the ball lately yeah. with releases, so I haven't really been yeah. enticed to play a That's whole fair. lot. After you hear, heard about Connie Booth, you were just... You're yeah. like, this is not the PlayStation I grew up with. And nope. You sold it for Stunned. a ColecoVision. Instead, yeah. Even, even worse, a Virtual Boy. Oh, damn. You just don't my want your eyesight. Hurt. Yeah, My eyes hurt real bad. <laughs> They're bleeding a little bit on the sides, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been playing Spider-Man 2 and ooh-wee, oh, oh, I love this game with all my heart and all my soul. Same. <laughs> Take it away, Kyle. I want to know your thoughts. Of course, non-spoilers. Oh, gosh. We're not Where even going to throw even... out hits begin i don't want i don't want to talk too much because eventually we will talk in depth uh like road to greatness and then by the players yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a, a chat about it this game i best i can best describe this game as you sitting in a movie theater for three hours and you just are just popping popcorn the whole time yeah you're just having a great time time is wasting away uh, it, it it's just melting. You're just enjoying every single thing you're doing. It, it I I think before we like get even more deep into the discussion, uh, when Jake was on last week, I was taken aback by just how much he was gushing about it mm-hmm. and how the side content really shines. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, Jake, you are one thousand percent correct. I kept the on... side missions in Spider Man Two. Yeah, are some of the best missions. Period. They're not all flashy. Nope. You're not doing like really fun. Oh, you are doing fun things, but you're not doing typical video gamey things. But man, I felt like everyone's favorite neighborhood, friendly neighborhood Spider Man in those moments. It's Insomniac are. They know what they're doing. They understand Spider-Man. They understand Spider-Man, the the just the hopeful optimism that he brings. And I was thinking a lot about what Jake was saying last week as I was playing today and how just on the money right he was. Um this is this is one of the most special games I've played in a really long time as someone who needed it, right? So a little backdrop for those who don't know, but a week prior to Spider-Man coming out, I had to put my dog down and nothing was, nothing was hitting, right? Like I just felt lost. I still feel lost. I felt lonely. I just felt sad, depressed. Nothing was sparking any type of joy. The only thing that I was remotely excited for is Spider-Man and the one thing I can't stress here is every time I'm in those funks, every time I'm in one of those states, there's always something Spider-Man related that comes out that just lifts my spirits. It's like that and Star Wars are just the only two things that could get me out of a out of a funk. And Spider-Man literally swooped in when I needed it the most and just gave me a story that I would say is on par with the first game where it may not give you the surprises that the first game had, but what it does give is something with tremendous heart. You know, someone asked last week of like, what is a game that, you know, the devs poured their heart, their love, their soul into 
There is not a moment in Spider-Man that is wasted, I feel. That comes to the story. That also comes to most of the side missions and side content that you do um, are some of the most impactful stories that I've got to experience because it's some of the stories are not so much about Spider-Man, but Spider-Man taking a step back and kind of re-falling in love with the city. Uh, it's it's the the Spider-Man communities yes. uh, around them. That that is that is at the forefront of of this game. And I would say to just go even a little further is like, you know, every time you hear it, it's like you know New York City or the the city is a character in a itself. Character. Those yeah. side missions fill out the character that is New York City. There are three really impactful side missions where I just like put the controller down and just went that. That felt good. Um, yeah. And it's not like the most, you know, action-packed side mission. You, you, A lot of them don't have much when it comes to action. But the way it impacts you, um, like, just a, a little, like, hint is just like, there was one time where I thought, like, the, the this my TV the speakers weren't working. And it was purposely delivered in such a meaningful way that I took a step back and I just, it just hit me. I was like, well, wow. Yeah, this Steph team mm-hmm. gets it. This mm-hmm. it, it, It's not just understanding Spider-Man, but, it, you know, they understand the city, its people, what makes the city special. And the one thing that I want to step back from, because the side content's great, is the traversal elements. I've heard mixed things on. I want to know your oh, thoughts. Okay. Because to me, when I first saw the, the wing suit, I was like, this is... This is, I want to be thwipping everywhere. Yeah. I didn't know how much I'd love that wingsuit so much. And how, yeah. how much you're able to do with it and mix and match your traversal that you are going from one side of the island to the next in in minutes. Like, it's just so damn impressive not, not even that it's just super cool switching in between swinging yeah. into a web suit and then back again yeah like and it's so fluid it doesn't feel weird or tough to do or hard to control i it also hats off to insomniac for giving us access to the web wings almost immediately yep. um just so like yeah no you're gonna need to use these mm-hmm. uh not only in some side missions but just like in general to traverse the world it's going to feel so much quicker and and faster and i think because di- dipping toes into the story just a little bit of like the city's in big trouble yeah in this game at points so you're gonna need to get to places quick Mm-hmm. And to add the web wings, I think, is a way for Insomniac to be like, yeah, no, you need to get to where you're going fast because things are going down. Or, or like in like fights, you're using it too. Like it's it's yeah. integral yeah. to Spider-Man's movement and the sense of momentum that you find here. So like layered in the city, one of the, my favorite abilities, Kyle, is the slingshot where you get it literally immediately and it's you just shooting two webs at two buildings or objects whatever and you're catapulting yourself across the screen i 
and, and what I love the most about it is the, the sense of the momentum it gives you, but the way traversal acts, the way you're switching off and on to keep that momentum. So I'll slingshot. And then the best thing that I'm going to do is open up my, my wingsuit with the, the triangle button. And then once I feel like the momentum fades, there's an ability that I get to use from Miles Morales that shoots me up a little, a little further so I could keep my, my wings going or it's both spideys. I think. Yep. Or like I find myself falling down back to earth. I use that forward momentum to then just normal web sling to keep that momentum going. It's really impressive. What about very, very impressive. I, I, there are still moments and this has been in every Spider-Man game where I do get stuck on some buildings. Yep. Swinging around, the, swinging around the city, which is understandable. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not Spider-Man. Like we can't traverse giant buildings as fast as they can. Um, so there are some like you run into like, oh, I can run this building. I should just hop over this ledge, but for some reason the ledge is stopping me. It's yeah. weird. Um, there are moments here to there, but just the genuine joy of feeling of going across the river to the new areas yes and, and like flying over the bridges and yeah. under the bridges and yeah. just kind of the 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 lizard um weaving um, through like the underpasses there's just so yeah much fun. yeah the the lizard set piece we saw during the state of play i mean feels so good on the sticks chasing after him with the 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 wingsuit and let's the, talk the about wings. the set pieces for for a second here again oh. nothing like other than that that lizard vertical slice let yeah, me tell you I'm guys not... something i was talking to luke lore more like luke snore over at the xbox expansion pass uh-huh. celebrating their 200th episode god bless you captain logan i don't know how you're doing it you know luke is an a is an unabashed you know star uh, star wars jesus batman arkham fan and mm-hmm. i was i was asking him like how do you love because he loved spider-man too i'm like how are you loving it and he's just like i am at the lizard fight and i can confirm that this is this is the greatest superhero game i've ever played and i'm like and you have not even seen it <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like, yeah the amount uh-huh. of set pieces in here i feel like not or naughty dog jesus insomniac it, it, was just showing off at one but point. it like it, it puts the uncharted set pieces to shame it puts every set piece several times <laughs> every set piece the playstation studios has done it's, to complete it shame is, it's absurd it's absolutely insane how insomniac just raised the bar in one game every single time yeah like the boss fights are incredible the meaningful meaningful the stakes the dialogue in but while you're fighting is like i was gripped to the screen yeah. like i just i knew i was behind the six that i had to act, like act but i just wanted to hear every line of dialogue from from the bosses and villains or whatnot yeah uh e- even seeing <laughs> i i don't want to i'm trying real hard not to spoil things that's why i'm looking at we're, we're like how do i there, navigate this <laughs> there is a a set piece with a certain character where they straight up took what they did with ratchet and clank and like the rift dimensions kind of thing and i was like give me more of this please and that's the thing about this game too it's like it's 
it really is all the lessons that Insomniac have learned and this tool set that, that they have with their prior games of not just Spider-Man, but Ratchet and Clank and going, listen, this engine can do a lot. We have a lot of neat features in here. How do we take advantage of all those things? And they do it so damn well here. Like when it comes to the set pieces, there are so many that I can't really I can't count them on one hand. <laughs> uh, no. And they're each no. so special. Even there are some side missions, Kyle, that I'm like, there's a set piece in here. How? how? The budget for this game must have been goddamn ridiculous because it's yeah. just, it's it's absurd. Um, You're an Arkham guy. I am. I want to know what you think of Spider-Man 2. Does it live up the, to the hype for, for you? Maybe this is a question of the tattoo early for you, but I want to know. No, 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 no. This is perfect. I I think combat-wise, I think it is, like, perfection mm-hmm. at what Arkham put down. I, I think the addition of just having all your gadgets on a, on a one-button-tap kind of thing. Yeah. Easy access where you actually feel like you're in the battle at all times, and something that I never really thought about playing the older, the other two, of like slowing down time to select your gadget. Yep, that just feels crazy to me after playing this and just how in it you are every single second. Yeah, like of course, yeah, you got to be quick on your feet and use whatever you have at, in your arsenal to, and that's similar to like how the Arkham games were. Mm-hmm. Where you did have like quick batterings and whatnot, and, and I feel like the gadgets in this one is similar to that kind of vein. Um, being parrying is awesome. Ooh, uh, it's it's also like the Arkham where Batman you, you have to like uh, throw your cape mm-hmm. to like block certain attacks. Um, it's just perfected and works very very well. The one thing where I think. I'm a little let down by Spider-Man 2 when it comes to thinking of Arkham. Tell me. And I, they're two separate things, and this is the second game, technically third, in the Spider-Man PlayStation lineage, but I wish there were more nods to other Spider-Man things in the universe. Okay. What I, what I mean by that is, like, when I think of Arkham Asylum running into all, like, the little villains nods in the actual asylum themselves like seeing penguins umbrella, uh, cane like in a glass thing like the the wonder of 2018 spider-man where you're like oh my god there's the sanctum yeah there's the wakanda em- embassy well, you wanted more of that where it's like- i wanted more of that in here where i i honestly like that's super hard to do because yeah. we've already experienced that in the game and there of course there are really cool things you can do with those places but I wanted just a little bit more hints and nods at yeah. other things in this universe of new things. And I think we do get that in like side content. Yeah. But I, I wish there was a little bit more of like, like the- fun discoverability <laughs> yeah. of like, oh, my God, there's the Daredevil law offices or, right. or, 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 oh, or stuff so like that. Cool. Yeah. But they don't really direct you to any of those points. You can find them. Like you still have the Avengers building, but one person said yeah. it really well. They're like, I, it was on it was on Twitter, not a spoiler at all. They're like, man, the Avengers must be dead or something. Because <laughs> this is like an Avengers level threat yeah. going on right like, now. Towards the end, I'm like, this is definitely an, like, where's Iron Man? I need him right now. Um I think the 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 small issue I have 
it's not with that actually because I feel like this game gives those things more context. Sure, uh, yeah. Mm. I really understand. That's a weird nitpick. No, I get it. Where to me, I I have a nitpick with the combat, which is though I like the parrying, the tells are not great. Give me a bigger window because there are so mm. many enemies on screen that like I can't learn when someone swooping in to give me an uppercut when that or, or iframe comes in. Different enough from all the other alerts of what you can dodge, what yep. you have to dodge, to yep. what you have to parry. Yeah, I get that. That's my small nitpick. Other than that, I I, I love this game so much. Uh, I, but one last I, thing I, will, I do want to say, go for it. Kyle. Yeah, I was just gonna say I did run into some bugs. Yeah, uh, I had the game crash on me like four or five times. Once, um, I did get stuck in the wall plenty of times. Okay. Question. <laughs> yeah. I got stuck in the graphics. Someone called me a liar. I was like, okay, relax. Oh, guy. no, no, no. This game means way too much to you. Uh, but <laughs> you're banking that on, on, on a it. level that shouldn't be yeah. worth it. I, I, <laughs> so, like, there are times I clip into a building when I was fighting. Yeah. That happened to me once. The thing that kept on happening to me is the friendly neighborhood Spider Man app kept on popping up in certain moments. Oh. Okay. And even during like story beats, and I'm like, can you please stop? Mm. Can mm. you please stop? Stop it. Now I'm actually being irritated. Now I'm being pulled out of this. Yeah. It's like I'm accidentally yeah, I, butt dialing this goddamn like call call line. I, I had sometimes where like in certain hideouts, I would be like, oh, maybe I can go through that crack to the other side because yeah. it looked like I could. No, I'm just straight in the building and I couldn't get out. I'm like, oh, crap. How do I? That's how, That happened a couple of times as well as I'm just swinging through the city and the object, objective is right there. Yeah. And the game will treat it like there's a out of bounds line yes. right there and will force me to go back. Like, what are you talking about? And the thing is, I've been down this road a million times. And like the way you do it is like you, rest you restart from a checkpoint. And because there is literally no loading in this game, it's like, all right, well, that was a minor inconvenience. I didn't, it's literally, yeah. I waited for three seconds. <laughs> mm -hmm. God is I, good. I, I, I will say, um, uh, another little, uh, uh, thing that I missed from the original games. I miss stealth only things mm. stealth is there you can do stealth i love stealth you don't have to at all yep. like they, they introduced the the web line thing which i love i use it all the time yeah but friend of the show mike Tandro, 61 indie he went to go plat the game and he couldn't because stealth in the end game is like almost impossible yeah to get like the web line takedowns because there's no specific Here's a stealth mission. Here's a room where you have to be take out the whole room in a minute or yeah. so. I know that's not everyone's favorite cup of tea, but like I stealth like crazy in this game. Oh, dude, I stealth like I am a so like when I'm taking down. But there's like, some people I, I I know I've talked to don't even go invisible as Miles. I barely don't did. even like. Oh, I use it all the time. So like <laughs> for me, like I. I'm like a serial killer, man. When I'm, when I'm doing this stealth, I'm like, I'm going to add you to my collection. And I'm just I'm just shooting lines. Like, that is so, it's borderline cheating. How good. Also, these guys still can't look up. I get it. We've probably beaten them dozens of times. So they probably have, like, they don't have any cartilage left in their necks. But, like, yeah, come on. Hire a guy. He, <laughs> you you can't tell when I super kick a dude into b oblivion when mm -hmm. he's fifteen feet away. <laughs> yeah. You can't notice that I just I just made this robot hawk explode. Come on. 
<laughs> All right. You can't tell the shadows on the ceiling of this building yeah. of the people I've webbed up hanging upside down. Right yeah, you can't notice <laughs> Dave is literally screaming for help. He can barely breathe. <laughs> okay. There were 14 other people up here with you. You're the last one left. Where'd they go? <laughs> yeah, not not a thought of like, where's Frank? There's no door. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they must have all went out to lunch. Like, come on now. Bertos Maximus writes in, Good evening, gentlemen. I hope y'all are good and not as good as can be. I am doing good this week. This is like the first week I'm legitimately feeling good. My okay. question is, for you fine sirs, is Spider-Man related. Have you, uh, sorry, how have you been finding it? And my main want out of this game is a bit more variety in side quests as opposed to the first. Do we get it in this game or is it much of the same in that department? Just want to say how dang amazing this community is with someone offering to Venmo me some money for uh, Spider-Man. Oh, that's so sweet. But unfortunately, Venmo isn't available here in the UK. Gosh dang, Tories is what I've been told. Uh, but is still the thought uh, that, sorry, still the thought was there. So I'm ducking and diving to avoid spoilers right now, waiting for payday. This will teach me not to pre-order something. Keep bringing us the amazing content and keep safe, you guys. Your friend from across the pond, P.S. House Slanger for the win. Kyle, don't you dare take those sweet, sweet teas away. Uh, I'll think about it. I've seen some, like, where there is complaints for this game in the side content. I am 100% against them. <laughs> oh, I think the side content is so much better yep. in this game than the other two. So, so much to the point where, this is not a spoiler, you don't have to do crimes. <laughs> no. Crimes don't count for district progress. Like, they're fun to do. Yeah. But they're, like, as as so intensely tied to like trophies or progression in the districts were to the first and miles Morales. None of that. Yeah. They pop up, which is totally fine, but it is all the side content. Are I'll meaty. let them rob the baby. I don't care. <laughs> I got a mysterious thing to do. <laughs> well, well, spoilers. That's uh, not a spoiler. You see, he's in the trailer. Is he? Yeah. I didn't watch, I didn't watch the launch trailer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't he's know. In there. Okay. Um, there, not every side mission is in every district too, which helps. Yeah. Like they're they're scattered around all of New York City, um, and I think that goes a great deal where you're not just like I remember 2018 those sable outposts at the end drove me nuts. Yeah, there's too many of them. Yeah, there's not there's the perfect amount of certain ones and you want to do them because the payoffs are so damn good yeah. though like so like the one thing they'll do is like you do x y and z and then you're met with a crescendo mission at the end which will like give you a cool fancy little suit and some like story beats as well some of it really yeah. meaningful kyle there's one i can't wait for the spoiler cast because i am gonna <laughs> gosh oh my uh -huh. god i went i'm like this is a video game this exists this is happening right now oh my goodness yeah. oh my gosh uh so yeah no i love the side missions in this game yeah love, they're love, great drellish writes it seems like we all like spider-man 2 let me correct myself many are even loving it 
so my question is for some deeper reflection. Although Spider-Man 2 might be the best story told so far, why is Spider-Man 2 not Ooh. your game of the year? Ooh-wee. What other games have pushed the envelope a bit more in 2023? Enjoy the thought experiment. Not why wouldn't it be? That is a great question, yeah. and I actually have an answer to this, okay. like very quickly. I think the saying as like low hanging fruit as it is, mm -hmm. it is more Spider Man. I hate that. I hate that complaint, but yeah, I, I, I hate. I I also hate it. Yeah, but it's they're not wrong. I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's still a fun game. It's a great game. It's a well-made game. The characters, story, everything is great. But it's similar to what we have already played. So when I think of like my game of the year, what is something that has pushed gaming for me yeah. and given me an experience that I haven't already had? And like I think of like Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Like that is like something that I haven't dove too deep into. And just to see how much you can do in that game is like impressive. And I'm nowhere even close to being done to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Boulder's Gate does a lot more in terms of like the character development side of things, giving you more freedom to do things. But it's also a and, very like, the different options. Game. Yeah. No, but uh, I'm just saying, like, what games push the envelope? Yeah, you're like, right. that game is. Cause to me, I'm like, yeah, it's more. New I see. To me, it's like I hate that comment. It's like it's more I, New York City. I agree. I agree. No, I, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not. Out there. But like, cause I, I heard, uh, I think it was like Skill Up. It's like it's just more New York City. I didn't feel like wanting to go back. I'm like, you, you did yourself a huge disservice. I live in the tri-state area, humble brag. Yeah. And I'm like, this New York City is way more realized than last game. Uh, mm -hmm. Even the buildings are are like bigger to scale. Like there's just yeah. there's so much many more. There's details actually traffic there. jams. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Humble brag. Been playing on that uh, f uh the 4K 40 mode for that 120 hertz little LG I got here. I I did I did also do that. Yeah. For most of the game, and then I did performance mode at the end, and oh, oh, oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> oh, There's ray tracing everywhere, guys. <laughs> uh, this, it, it, this game feels like next-gen realized, you know? Mm -hmm. Final goddamn Lee. Green Gorilla Gamer writes in, Sup, boys? As of last night, Spider-Man 2 became my game of the year, and GOAT. After beating, or sorry, beating Terraria for my number one spot. And I haven't even finished the main story. That's how I felt, literally. Yeah. Once we got to a certain character, I'm like, and I'm set for life. This is the most amazing <laughs> thing. Um, I'm going to All right. I'm absolutely enthralled in this game. And this is the first time ever I've been able to play a game on launch day. It's everything I could have imagined and more. They have surprised me every which way. I would like to leave a lot of questions for when I finish the game, including an email between me and myself and uh, Insomniac Games. So I'll ask possibly a simple one. Any complaints? Because I did. Uh, I had, sorry, I had complaints of how stupid, uh, sorry, how stupid I was. Why would you say that? I wanted the old gadget wheel back. Oh, okay. I wanted them to bring back some suits and then three hours later. I like how you were like, oh, don't say that yeah, about no. yourself. And then me like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. you're, you're fool. <laughs> then I was re uh, re regretting my words because I absolutely love the way the gadgets are used in this game. And Insomniac has slapped me in the face with some iconic suits from, you know, other things. Maybe 
it's a bit too early to complain. So my question here, has there ever been an instance in a game where you wish they would have done something and then not at long afterwards, they actually did it. And then you're sitting there feeling stupid, not as stupid as me. Cause I live on, or sorry, I was live on Twitch when that happened. Hope you guys uh, have been enjoying it. Congratulations on Kyle for platinuming it. I'm just a few hours away, baby. And I hope both of your weeks have been well. I got snow. Shoot. Hashtag no more days till Spider-Man 2. Hashtag we playing a BB. <laughs> Hashtag shark countdown to Spider-Man 3 or Venom or Wolverine. Whatever. <laughs> um, so has there been something where I'm like, man, I wish this game did that, that it did it. Multiple times in this game. And I can't say. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. There was one moment I'm like, I hope they do this. I, I, it's It's... I think they're fumbling in the bag if they don't do this, and then they do. And, um, yeah, that's I, I, all I, I could really say. There's two moments in particular where I'm like, man, they're missing out by not doing this, and then they did it. Literally five minutes afterwards, I was like, oh, oh, my. I can't. I honestly, I'm drawing a blank. All right, fair enough. I know, I know it's happened before. It must have happened before. Okay. But yeah. I just can't think of anything right now. All right, Kyle. Last Spider-Man related question. Gents, this comes from Dewane Raksha. We have our hands on Spider-Man 2. It's almost everything I was hoping for. I'll be saving my note for the community episode if I'm on it as a question for you both when you do a spoiler cast. I can't help but wonder... What is next? 2022 and 2023 for me, both are all time greats for video games, but outside of Wolverine, I can't think of a single, uh, sorry, single game maybe coming in 2024. Help me out. What do I add to my wish list? Oh, let me tell you about a little game that comes out next week called Star Ocean. The second oh boy. story. All right, here we go. One of the greatest RPGs of all time is almost here in our hands. Yeah. Get that on your list, Dewani. <laughs> All right. yeah. For me, it would be Konami. Uh, sorry, not Konami. Um, be Metal Gear Solid Three remake. Oh, um, Delta. Yeah, Delta. Konami just debuted some of the gameplay at the Xbox event. Yeah. Today looked dope. Um, yeah. I'm very interested to see what they do with it. Hopefully, everything pays off because you know Kojima is not part of it. Um, yeah. That Alan Wake trailer also oh boy i've no more i want to be completely surprised i don't want to know anything till you know the day of. um that said i would say hell divers and i'm gonna say it suicide squad killed the justice yeah. league i'm excited for it yeah i am too yeah. i i still trust in rocksteady still trust i'm excited to see i mean also like it's kevin conroy's yeah. final performance Batman. like let's do it yeah come on i need it yeah um at the end of the day, my final thoughts on this, I just want to give a shout out to all the voice work here. Uh, each Ooh, major yes. role, y'all just crushed it. Yuri Lowenthal. Ooh. Holy mother of God. Yep. Yuri. Let's get Yuri on the show. How do we get Yuri on the show? Laura, Laura F. and Bailey. Yep. My God. Let's get her on the show. Najee Jeter. Oh, my God. Let's get her on the show. The I don't know her name who plays uh, 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 Rio. Oh, Rio Morales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on the show. Genki showed up huge. Yeah, he did. Genki was great in this. Yeah. It's it's just well performed all the way. Tony Todd. Why haven't you? I don't know if you have. uh, So I could be very ignorant. Why haven't you been Venom sooner? 
Jesus. And more often. (laughs) Please. Please. I just want to, I want to talk about spoilers so bad, but I can't. Yeah. Uh, But Mike, you know, you know, a villain's good because you just want to see more of them. That's all I'll say on that. Yeah. Ooh-wee, Tony and, Todd. And, Ooh-wee. And just, just really quickly, I think a lot of people talking about this game are like, man, Venom was cool. Venom was all this and, and all that or whatever. Shout out to Craven. Yeah. Craven is awesome in this game. I loved and his arc. Fully, fully menacing. I mean, oh boy. The, plus his theme hits so hard. So hard. Yep. So it's good. real good. He's so good. real good. I, and he's a character that I never really liked because he's a character I can't relate to. And I think yeah. that's also like it, that it plays into it, the story really well. He's absolutely. He's a he's real, real son good. of a gun. Yeah. I really he love sure him. sure is. All right. I can't say anymore. I want to spoil the whole thing. Nope. Yep, this is, this is my game. Like this is my game of the year. I love it so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is the game I needed right here, right now, more than anything, and uh, it really kicked the crap out of my depression because I feel I feel good. And it's really a lot because of this game. So thank y'all, Insomniac. Yeah. Thank y'all for all the performances, all the devs work on this. Y'all are the real ones. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome to the dark place. That's right, everybody. We received a code for Alan Wake Two. Shout out to Remedy for granting me a code to play and talk about. Um, Just really quickly, this is a super special moment. I love Remedy so much. And so the fact that I got a code to play their upcoming game before everyone else to talk about here and let y'all know just how awesome it is. Because spoiler alert, it's effing great. Um, It's awesome. So code provided. Can't wait to get into it. What I will not talk about here. Because this is yeah. a review in progress. Okay. Uh, I got the code a few days ago okay. while I was still playing Spider-Man. Gotcha. And with the day job, couldn't get too far in. So I'm roughly five and a half, six hours into Alan Wake 2. So review uh, in progress. Review in progress. Um, I will not be going too much into story stuff. Of course. Just because I think it's super special to be enjoyed and experienced by all of y'all on your own playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some other things that I will get into where things that might be coming to Alan Wake 2 in the future. Okay. Just as a heads up. So let's get, just get it out of the way first. Right. I feel like a lot of people, when the embargo kind of got leaked out there and like, yeah, Thursday, everyone could, we'll get the the embargo or whatever. And they had that really big intimidating spec sheet of like, this is what you need to run on PC effectively. And everyone's like, oh, my God, my PC isn't strong enough. How are consoles are going are to handle? I can be I'm happily here to report not one single issue. Oh, wow. It run. It runs so damn well on PS5. There's some minor like um, like visual weirdness with like the HDR where some things have like that weird glowy outline with like some uh, like white okay. specs here and there. Yeah. But it's running so smooth. I, I haven't had any issues on that front. So I want to get that out there Thank to you. begin with. Yeah. I, and I want to I want to ask this because, again, like usually people are like, oh, man, a day before a game comes out review. That's usually yeah. a red flag. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, 
is that so? <laughs> I want to know your first thoughts, but before you get right into it, I also yeah. want to know your thoughts walking into Alan Wake's too, because I know you've played one, didn't beat one, but you fell in love with their previous title, uh, Control. That is your game of the year that year. Yeah. So I want to know what what your expectations were walking in. My expectations were high, especially because uh, I fell in love with Remedy through Control, and just not only just the gameplay and the characters or whatnot, but the worlds that they build are so fully realized and so immersive and the amount of lore, they kind of stick everywhere um, is why I was so excited for this. And I enjoyed what I played of Alan Wake remastered um, again, didn't finish it, but uh, I Jim put up a great, here's the story so far thing with Sam Lake himself. Um, so I highly suggest everyone to watch that in case you haven't played the other ones and just get caught up on, uh what alan wake is it covers the first game the american nightmares dlc and even the control dlc which alan wake is in right um that's a great little catch-up and it helps tremendously for this one but walking in and knowing that remedy is making a survival horror game with like how twisted some of the enemies in control were and the vibes of some of the 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 oldest house was giving I was super excited to see them push full into survival horror because even the first Alan Wake was not survival horror. It mm. was it's just it's it's an action game mm. with some like creepy things here and there. But this is like full on survival horror, man. Make yeah. sure you have diapers <laughs> with you because oh boy, is it like a psychedelic horror? Yeah, it okay. it it does mess with your mind and some. Um, there are a lot of flashing images. I will say that, and they do oh, give that okay. warning ahead of time for anyone that is is prone to that kind of sensitivity. But there there are some jump scares. There's a lot of like hair standing on the back of your neck, like something is behind you, because the audio is incredible even without headphones. Nice. Um, and that's kind of what I was creeped out about by the first game, where enemies can pop up out of nowhere because they are from like the darkness they are shrouded in in in, in mist and mist and they can pop up anywhere and behind you and the way they teleport around it it's just it's really good feel of like you're you're gonna be scared okay. you're, you're gonna be tense you're gonna be scared for sure my first question for you kyle is who are you playing as are you playing as saga so far or are you playing as al alan a good old Al. Al Wake. Um, so you play. Uh, so even though I'm five and a half hours in, mm -hmm. I just got to Alan. Oh, okay. Um, so without going into spoilers, whatever, you start off with Saga. So who's an FBI agent. Yeah. yeah. So I was really thinking that this was like Resident Evil 2-esque, where like there are two campaigns. At least that's why I thought through the advertisements. So you're switching off between Alan and Saga in this. You are. And okay. I think at some point there will be a chance, as the way they were, were telling us, where you can play as either at any point. Okay. Right now, though, I am still getting the hang of uh, I, I just stepped into Alan's shoes. Okay. Um, and but how, how do they feel? Like in Last of Us Part Two, you're mm -hmm. playing as two dual protagonists. One feels, you know, weighted, and one feels light as a feather. One could take a mm -hmm. couple of hits, but the other mm -hmm. can't. Are there like trade offs in that department, or do they feel similar? 
they feel very similar as far as like builds go and 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 the amount of punishment quote unquote they can take or whatnot um but they do have completely different kind of skill sets Ooh, okay um which is interesting that's more spoilery so i won't get too far Fair into enough. it but that's all we'll um it's it starts with saga fbi agent who your partner is alex casey who just so happens to have the same name as the character in the alan wake stories that he wrote in the first game um played by sam lake he's the character oh, model nice. as your as your partner and you're go you're uh, back in uh bright falls to investigate a murder there's been a murder um and it seems like a cult is behind this and then it unravels from there and gets into some you know tense horror situations nice. um and the alan wake kind of enemies kind of pop up after okay. a little bit of being in saga shoes the really cool thing about alan wake 2 so far when it comes to like gameplay mechanics whatever um saga is an fbi agent so you do have to do case files mm. you have case files on the murder itself and when you press the touchpad Mm-hmm. You will then pop back into Saga's Mind Palace, which is a, um, a cabin mm-hmm. where it has there are all um, uh, in-game collectibles that you will read that will give you backstory and lore. So it is a glorified pause menu. Okay, but you can walk around the room. You can go do the pin on the board like Charlie, and it's always sunny <laughs> with the yarn. That's awesome. And and, and that's how you keep up with the story and know what to look for next oh that's great so you will find a clue in the real world you'll pop in the mind palace then you'll stick it on the board and you have to find which one it goes to Mm. for it to stick so you know where the threads are going what you have to look for and it's kind of like a progression kind of thing yeah and it's getting like it's it's kind of like for lack of better words like an intimate like like level of like connecting yourself with the narrative so that you're understanding absolutely very much so what is going on here is the cool part though joe okay and the game points this out and when they pointed this out like oh my god this is gonna get intense later when you're in the mind palace the real world doesn't stop it's not a pause menu you are in the mind palace doing all your things so like you're in deep thought yeah but if you were to go into the mind palace while enemies are around those enemies are still gonna attack you so think of like the Last of Us Two moment where you're at the workbench oh, and you think wow. you're safe. In no. this though, you're in the mind palace and everything is around you is still happening. Oh wow! Okay. So you have to make sure that you're in a safe spot. I haven't run into an issue yet, but I can only imagine things are going to pop off. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, because then you'll pop back out and your partner Alex Casey will be just like, "Hey, where'd you go?" Are you in your are you in your thinking place and stuff like that? I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm doing some work and you can profile um, sus- um, suspects okay. and try to figure out who they are. And they will also give you hints as to like um, you get that really what cool a- over control overlay. Like yeah. remember where the director would talk to you and it would be like a silhouette of him over the screen and you can mm-hmm. still see Jesse. That's what happens in this game where you are profiling somebody and you're thinking and you'll hear their voice. And these silhouettes on screen telling you like where to go, kind of thing. That's awesome. And more info. It's so good. It, it's just, oh boy, <laughs> it's real good. Um, I got the profile and got. Uh, let's just also get it out of the way. 
Yeah. Game is drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, you were talking Remi- to me. And you're Remedy's like- Northlight Engine, I believe it's called. No. Might be the most gorgeous game I've played all year. Wow. And okay. that is coming off of Spider-Man 2. That is Final yeah. Fantasy 16. That's Baldur's Gate 3. This game it. is so intensely gorgeous and vibrant. The lighting is next level. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and, like, they made a point telling me when they gave me a code, they gave me a little review guide, which kind of happens. And they're like, this game is meant to be played in a dark setting. And I cannot recommend that enough. It, it, it like really gets you in there. The reds pop on screen when something mm-hmm. terrible is about to happen and, and frightening. Uh, and, and using the flashlight is so damn cool mm-hmm. um, because you're going to need it because it's very dark. And um, but it's just like the perfect amount and everything is so detailed. The facial animations, the character work is incredible. There's mm-hmm. there's a moment in the beginning where you're in Bright Falls. You're at the familiar diner from the first game um, where you walk in and you're talking to suspects and you go in your mind palace to try to profile them to see if they're telling the truth or not. You kind of figure out they're holding something back and you cut, you pop back out of the palace. You'd say them, Hey, I think you're holding something and you're not telling me something. And the character literally does like taken aback that you called them out on their stuff. It kind of reminds me of like, like LA noir, but more real. It's LA noir, but like, it looks good. (laughs) (laughs) It's not somebody sitting there like with the doubt floating over the head. Like, "Mm, I wonder if this, no, it's like legit. Like they were taken aback that you called them out on it and it's fully animated. And when you walk away from certain characters, they're still having conversations with somebody else. And it's not just them standing there stoically. Mm. They're like bodies into it. They're fully mm. animating and being like energetic and, and into the conversation. It is like, this is one of the most next gen experiences. Wow. I've seen. And like popping in and out of the mind palace. It's just like that. Instantaneous. That, that's awesome to hear because like the one thing about control was like control was really impressive. It was doing a lot of things physics wise, but yes. boy, oh boy, did it, make my playstation 4 want to commit seppuku so like this is and the map is so much better now i'm like two okay uh the control map was also a real real problem Mm -hmm. this one you pick up maps in the world it pops up but it gives you a marker of where you're at and it's easy enough to find out where you are and traverse where you have to go thank god that is a great (laughs) quality of life thing absolutely uh, but let's let's get into like what you're doing combat wise. Because yes. I didn't get into a combat situation until like three and a half hours in. Because oh, I wow. was ta- I was taking my time. Okay. So right. I I can't remember when they said it. Maybe it was around Summer Game Fest. But I think Sam Lake was saying we want combat to feel intense whenever it happens. So like there's not a lot of combat so far. But when it happens, your heart is racing like you have to be prepared. It is Resident Evil remake like kind of combat where it is over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. You are shooting. You have an inventory management. You're going to run out of bullets like nobody's business. Uh, <laughs> you you, you have if, if you haven't played any of them, you do have to keep track of your flashlight batteries. 
because mm-hmm. you use your flashlight to stun enemies and get rid of the dark mist around them so you can do more damage and actually hit them okay so that is a a um a mechanic of making sure you have enough batteries so your flashlight will work it, thankfully they- outside of combat you can have your flashlight on and not worry about batteries okay. which is good i'm very thankful for that um but yeah, go ahead. You were you were yeah, gonna no, ask something. When it comes to inventory management and lack of bullets, gives me major anxiety. So I want to mm. know: is it kind of like in Resident Evil, where it's like it? Yeah, make every bullet count, but don't like don't worry. Like, <laughs> or you should be like like every yeah. I, at the end of every encounter. It's like better better term is like in Resident Evil, it ramps you up until the end where you're just using all your bullets at once, and mm-hmm. then when you're out of that encounter, you have nothing left. Mm-hmm. Is it like a similar ramp up? I so I haven't gotten to a ramp up moment. Okay. Right now I am fighting for my life in every situation because of the ammo. That's awesome. <laughs> and and I'm also kind of a bad shot. Okay. So maybe if you are a better shot, you'll have a better time. But the first boss took me a couple of tries mm-hmm. because I I was running low. And and at that point you have to run around the fields to get gather things like there are things where you can get more bullets okay um but it it, the scarcity of them is like the perfect amount like you're not going to just going to find bullets randomly like it makes sense as to where they are in the world which i do kind of appreciate right um you're not like yeah, the hotel waiter doesn't have a Glock. No, 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 no. Right. at least not yet who knows, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but, but okay. yeah um yeah, combat is tough. And, and the one thing that's tough about it is I don't fully love the dodge. Okay. There is a dodge, which you can remap, Joe. I had to remap it Thank immediately because it to was circle. on L. It was on L1. I was like, I've just been playing Spider-Man. It needs to be on circle or yeah. else I'm not surviving. Fair. And it's easily remappable. Everything's remappable, which is great. Excellent. Um, dodge is kind of tough because it's not like you're an FBI agent. Like, you're not a superhuman. You're not a superhero. You're not going to dodge roll out of the way. So it's more of like a shuffle. It's more like Resident Evil Remake. Like um, like three? or And like four. Like when you can dodge a little bit. You're like shuffling out of the way. But when you get knocked down, you also need to dodge on the ground out of the way for follow-up attacks. Oh, shit. (laughs) Like, you need to be on your A game. Yeah. Which, like, in this setting, in the darkness and the the scariness of what's going on, it just feels so good. It's it's the environments are like second to none detail wise. Mm. I I think uh, another thing that Sam Lake and the team were talking about beforehand were like like, Alan Wake 2 was a dream that we never thought was possible. You nailed it. And I'm only five and a half hours in. This is like one of the best games I've played and the hints at all the other remedy things that came beforehand are awesome. It's kind of like what we said before with like insomniac. It's like all the lessons learned in this one thing here. Yes. And more. And, and and the fact that they so badly wanted to make a survival horror game and now they're doing it and they're doing it extremely well. Like when you take control of Alan wake for the first time, and it's been in trailers, like when you when you are in this version of New York City. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing else like it. Hairs on the end of your neck are going to be standing up like right. you're in it. This is one of the best games of the year. Uh, 
easily going to be on my game of the year list a way up there um i'm so excited to keep going and some of our favorite modes from uh control Mm -hmm. and and something i guess remedy has done uh beforehand again uh, i haven't played much of, of their stuff even though i'm a huge fan the live action tv stuff is back mm. it's better than ever okay <laughs> um and just like other previous remedy things that i do want to shout out because it's so damn cool every chapter also begins with the bright font on the screen mm. but the same kind of logo treatment that control did when you entered a new area that was so cool That's awesome. happens here but also when you end a chapter it acts like an episode of a tv show Oh, so it's like so, previously on and I'll recap. No, it won't recap, but what'll happen is you'll get like those scary images happening with okay. a dope song. And so it's like an end credits to an episode playing. Oh. And then you press X and it will go to the next chapter. Okay. And I sat there for every song and they've been in my head constantly. The soundtrack is great. I can't stop talking enough about Alan Wake 2. One last I thing. Can't one last I can't thing. wait to keep going. Yeah, dual sense features. Sure, you 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 kind of asked you know me, me to keep an you eye out uh, for it. <sighs> Nothing yet. Really? Like when when you are again, I have it on low setting. Oh, okay. Just because coward. I'm not a coward, it's just my hands go numb very quickly. Right. Carpal tunnel, You're baby. Weak, man, I get it. <laughs> um. <laughs> I do notice it though when you focus the flashlight on enemies, it does rumble and that feedback like it is a struggle. Okay. Which I do enjoy, but I haven't noticed anything as far as like pulling the trigger to shoot, uh, getting any kind of feedback there yet. Okay. Maybe other weapons eventually might happen. Yeah. There is there is one spoiler spoilery thing that is kind of cool where you feel it going into the controller. That's it. That's all I want. When you're collecting something, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Kyle, final thoughts, final thoughts. If you're looking for some, uh, spoopy, if you're excited for Alan Wake two, your hype levels are justified. It is one of the best games I played this year. I'm only five and a half hours in. I've been thinking about it all day today. (laughs) I can't wait to go play more. Um, yeah thank you remedy for the code i i'm so thankful for this y'all did an amazing job um we're i i don't want to talk to somebody about the trophy list though it's very strange no gold trophies one silver and like 60 bronzes it's strange it's right. weird yeah um but just really quickly what they what they will allow us to talk about is there is expansions planned okay uh first one coming out early next year and photo mode after launch which i cannot wait for okay and they did tweet it out about New Game Plus is also coming after launch, which will include new story manuscripts, which is interesting. Ooh, interesting. Um, so there's going to be a lot here. You're going to be in it and playing it for a while. Um, okay. Yeah. All Shout right. out. Platinum level right now if I had to score it. Oof. Can't wait. This guy, you got me sold on it, man. I'm. I cannot wait. I. It's it's, it's hard. It's hard to go into what I really love without spoiling yeah. things. But just like on a survival horror element alone, this game does it so well, so well. I'm 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 floored. I'm floored. Hot damn. Well, there you have it. Those are Kyle's thoughts on Alan Wake 2 so far. Uh, Our review in progress. I can't wait to play it. 
Uh, and I hope, you know, I want to know what you guys think down in the comments below. Uh, Kung Fu Temp Ops writes, hello guys. First, I love the podcast. Helps me through my Thursdays. My question for you two is how do you manage playing multiple games at the same time with all the hype surrounding Spider-Man 2? I want to start it so bad, but I only have a few hours into Act 3 of Baldur's Gate. Oh my goodness. Okay, keep going. And I absolutely love the game with 100 plus hours in on my first playthrough and still a ways to go. With how intense this game is, I'm worried that if I start Spider-Man, I won't be able to get back to it. So I back into it after. Do you guys have any tricks to help with this? No, if it's Baldur's Gate, respect that game. If it's a beefy RPG, respect that game. Go for it. Dive head first. Immerse yourself in the culture, yeah. in the cuisine that is Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3. Um, uh-huh. Because there's so many systems that play with RPGs. So don't do it. But Kyle, like you've been playing like multiple games at once. How do you juggle it? And and it's something that I notoriously don't do. Yeah. Because I hate it. Um, it's been tough. I'll be honest with you. I'm very much a play a game until I'm done with it or I complete it. And we're we're at this point where I just I like literally it was like Spider-Man's done. I'm free yeah. for a little bit. I can do whatever I want. Star Oceans next week, baby. And like we're we're just going. <laughs> Alan Wake is Friday. We're just going. Like yeah. I, it's see. I mean, credit to this year. I mean, video games are on an all time high. That's why I tweeted out, "I effing love video games," and it brought tear to my eye because they're awesome. And I'm happy we we have this, but I'm also so bummed out that I don't have enough time to play all the things. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So like, usually I make like a little guide. So like when we're g- looking for coverage, it's like, what is a game that I'm really interested in? Kyle will go, what's a game he's really interested in? Mm-hmm. And we start scoping out opportunities. That being said, I am a take one game at a time approach. I'll have my multiplayer game that I play like a Fortnite or a call of duty. Mm-hmm. And then I have my single player game that I'm into that I'm diving in alone. Uh, so yeah. I usually don't juggle any more than three ish games, but when I do, there are smaller experiences that I can juggle. So it's really just mm-hmm. knowing what you, you, you can work with. Really, That, that is important. Like when MLB, the show season is in full swing for me, I can juggle a little bit more because yeah. it is just a sports game, but even then I get so caught up in it. That's all I'll play. Okay. So I, I'm a I'm a bad video gamer. Yeah. God damn. God damn. Hey Kyle, um got a question for you. Also, yeah. excellent question, Kung Fu. Keep on writing yeah, it. I love absolutely. when we get new questions and from new yes. folks in. You're literally it's almost like you're automatically entered to, to, to get I, I also love seeing all the new faces in chat yeah. too. It's great. Ooh, we like, love to see it. D Britain one oh one. So great yeah. to finally catch a bit of the show live. You two are the best. No, you are. You're Thanks the for best. Thank you for catching. Yeah. If you're really a Brit, it's like two o'clock as we're as we're recording live yeah, here it's, on YouTube. It's yeah. wild. Are you holding on to something? My my sweet little boy. Ooh, all yeah. 19 inches. Oh all my 19 inches of them. Shout out to Todd Akshra to, who secured this for me. This is like the gold standard now for any first party statue. Oh, yeah. Edition. Oh, yeah. It's way too big. It's impractical. Yeah. But my God, do I love this thing. <laughs> the, the, the little Peter here, which can come right off. Yeah. Like oh, is so awesomely detailed. Okay. Okay. It's great. Now I got to put it back in. That was stupid. <laughs> but just like, just this alone, just Venom holding Miles up here is like, come on. Come on. 
Come on, what are we doing? I don't know. I want to play that game again. Uh, I mean, I still got to <laughs> plat it. There's one thing that I think I missed. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Well, I'll talk to you after that. After Can't wait for DLC. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. October 23rd. Light Dark on PS4 on October 24th. Archetype Arcadia on PS5, PS4. Cry Machina on PS5, PS4. Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 PS5, PS4. Apparently, this is one that you should wait on. From what I hear, it's not like it's I, bad, but it's like it, no. there's nothing. Th- these are just ports from, I think, the Blue Point games, from what I understand. It, wild that Switch only has like two of the, like just the NES games on the cart and everything else is downloaded. Oof, that sucks. Not great. Yeah, not great. Pickleball Smash on PS5, Ooh, PS4. Uh, October 25th, Postal Brain Damaged on PS5, PS4. They're Postal. still making Postal That's games? That's what I was like. I'm like, all right. <laughs> All right, okay. It made it out of the 90s. Stray Souls on PS5, PS4. Oh, this sounds kind of gross. Swap Shot on PS5. Uh, October 26th, Frog Detective, the entire mystery. Not just some of it, the entire one, PS5, PS4. Ghostbusters, Rise of the Ghost Lord on PS5, PS4. Ooh, let's go. Is that the VR one? This is the VR one. If, if, yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go. Uh, Ghost Runner 2 on PS5. Journey to the Foundation on PS5. Mykonos Night Market on PS5, PS4. Uh, Sudama, I'm sorry for any Greek listener <laughs> and people named Mykonos. Sud- Sudama Relation, or yeah, re- Relation on PS4. Word of Horror on PS5. On Shout out to 20- World of Horror. Yeah. Give that one a look. Uh, black and white horror based. Um, it, it looks gorgeous. It might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it's pretty cool. Huge alarms going out on outside. I don't know what Uh-oh. that's all about. Hope you guys can't hear it. Uh, Akaher on PS5. <laughs> Alan, I swear to God, it's A-K-K-A. No, it's Akahar. R on PS5. So what is this game? Let's it's see. like I stroked out midway right now. It's like, is Joe okay? Yes, I am, I think. Alan Wake 2 on PS5. That is a game. I think I'm going to play the first one first. Gotta get there and get into it. I, I will say, uh, IGN put out a great video of Sam Lake going over the story so far. Oh, okay, which is really well done. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Desolatum on PS5, DreamWorks Troll Remix Rescue. I'd rather not on PS5, PS4, <laughs> EA Sports UFC 5 on PS5, Star Trek Resurgence on PS5. I, I can't wait for the day. Or one of these games takes one of your quotes and puts it on the box. She <laughs> <laughs> works trolls remix rescue. Mm, I'd rather not, Joe. The trophy room. <laughs> trophy room. <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait. What's what's the? Uh, is it a King Kong game right now that's coming out? Oh yeah, the Skull Island. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait. I I saw a very funny tweet that somebody ordered that, and it came, <laughs> it was just the game, and it came in a super long cardboard box. <laughs> It's a game and somebody, just came in. <laughs> yeah, and somebody replied like, "Man, that game is is compensating for something." <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! All right, Kyle, it is time for our favorite segment, but sadly, the last segment of the night. It is time for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. 
Kyle, take away the first question, sir. Ace Insane writes, hey guys, I had a question that's tangentially related to the Spider-Man 2 release. There are very few games I've ever been excited to play and able to purchase on release date. When I was younger, this was due to my parents' financial situation, and then mine once I was out on my own. With that being said, I was able to pre-order Spider-Man 2 and am currently 87% done with the game. And it's one of my favorite games I've played in a long time. My question for you guys is, what games stand out as some of the first games you were able to buy at release that you love? Bonus question, what is your most disappointing pre-order slash day one buy? One of mine would have to be Fallout 76. That one was a major disappointment at launch, though I hear it got much better. Much love to you both. Mm. Love you too, Ace and Saint. What say you, Kyle? Uh, I've talked about it before, but I got Rockstar Games State of Emergency on PS2 on day one, and that game is hot garbage. Oh, boy. I, I like to speak positively about games, but that game is hot garbage. <laughs> Here's one. Here's a sin. Bethesda, are you listening to me? You owe me. I convinced so many people to pre-order Brink. So many. That game looked so cool. Yeah, it looks so cool. And I oh. I didn't just pre-order the game and play it day one. I made, I'm not even kidding you, maybe 40 people pre-order that game. I was really good at Wild. my job back in the day. I am ashamed. I have done wrong. And I wouldn't be, I, I would be surprised if I get a letter saying I got to go to Munich for some trials because it's that bad. <laughs> I committed such a sin. What a great premise that just didn't work. What, in international court? Oh, yeah, that's. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've made crimes. Crimes oh, against humanity God. there. Um, as as far as like the financial shit. thing, like I'm I've been with you for a long time. Yeah. Where the reason why my game collection is so small is because I have I had to trade in the games to get the new thing, even like old consoles. Like that's how I was able to afford them yeah. and and keep up I with still everything. Do it. So I'm a sicko. yeah, every every once in a while I'll, I'll still do it, yeah. but. Uh, and there's no shame in that. You do what you got to do. I have a very um, promising buyer for my for my PlayStation Five digital. I'm like, I might just do it, dude. Might just. Um, as far as like my first like purchase on my own kind of thing. I know it. Um, I believe it was the Rock Band Two full like band set. Yeah. There's like games I bought with my allowance. So like Ratchet and Clank comes to mind. Unreal Tournament. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I just remember like that. Me picking up the Rock Band two set, yeah, because like, the first one I got for Christmas. So the second one I was in college, yeah. And like I, we specifically drove out to a mall that was like forty five minutes away, and just to get this game. Fair. And I was so damn excited, and I played. I put like thousands of hours into that yeah. thing. Uh, mine would be Call of Duty two. Okay. Uh, Modern Warfare two. Sorry. I skip and I skipped last period for it, and I didn't get caught, and I and I was never caught neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Be mine. Uh, Cowboy Danger G writes in question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, what's everyone's plans for Halloween? I've got a few parties I'm going to. Ooh, Mr. Popular. Ooh. And I've got pretty much all of Halloween week off. So gaming and parties are on my agenda. If I'm up for it, I might just even hand out some candy. As always, shiny setup, spooky vibes always. Love you guys. This was supposed to be the first question of the night. <laughs> I didn't put it here because I'm dumb. 
It's okay. It's the same question. Uh, so I, you know, I work with for with people that have uh, developmental disabilities, and we're having a cute little party for them. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see all my guys dress up and have a good old time, have cupcakes and stuff. So I, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a nerd and be excited to go to work on Monday. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably finish up House of Usher, which is real good. So good. Um, I've got like three episodes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably watch the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. First off, just respectfully, Peacock on Friday. I gotta stop you right there. Carla Cugino or Cugino? Oh, Carla, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying she she could she could kill me any day of the week, <laughs> violently, whatever. You know? She, Did you see? Um, I I would be the main character in her Edgar Allan Poe book. Let me tell you. Uh, uh, I always mess up her last name or or forget. Is it Katie Siegel? Katie Seagal, yeah. Um, well, Katie Seagal is somebody different. I think that's called I think Siegel. it's Katie Siegel. Um, that's just how Amy says it. So I just oh, I just okay. assume she's right. I saw her uh, a video of her explaining how she got her character in House of Usher, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, it's basically just Mirage from Incredibles." So take that for what you you will, but that's that's my inspiration. So sorry, <laughs> and I get it, and I love it. That's awesome. Now I want to watch The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's is coming okay. to Peacock on Friday, and I'm interested enough to watch it. I'm trying to convince a girlfriend to watch uh, Talk to Me. She d- she's oh, like, yes. oh, I don't want it. I'm like, come on, it's horror. Oh no, it's, it's good. It's good, right? Okay, I'm gonna try. Yeah. We're gonna do pancakes. It, it may... I don't know if you'll love it because you're weird with your movie takes. Mm-hmm. But I really, really, really enjoyed it. Okay, all right, all right. I'm excited. Yeah. M9 Prime writes in question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With spoopy with spoopy season approaching. What are your go-to spoopy games that you enjoy around this time of year? Also, has there been any game that was just too spoopy for you and you had to stop playing or only play it during the day? Absolutely. <laughs> I am a recent horror survival horror person. Yeah. Uh, when I first tried to attempt to play Dead Space, I've talked about it before. The we lost power. There was a blackout, <laughs> and it ha- so it just so happened to to happen at the same time that the lights went off on the Ishimura on PS3, Hot and damn. I got so I got so freaked out. I didn't touch that game until the remake this year. Dude, again, I remember playing. I remember that game stuck with me so bad I couldn't watch or couldn't play games that had shadows in them. Like that's how bad it messed me up. Because I'm like, there's gonna be a necromorph right around the corner. Terrified. Yeah. Terrified. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Uh, for for like now, what am I go to? I mean, any Resident Evil games. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm great. I'm tempted to play the Separate Ways DLC. Probably on Monday. That'd be nice. Separate. Oh yeah. crap! I have that. Yeah, yeah, I need. I should probably play that. There you go. There you go. Also, Alan Wake Two looks like to be a great game to play around Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Audio listeners. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at you! Look, don't spoil Mary. anything, and then you're like, "Listen, listen." You know what? I'm I'm feeling loose. You All know right, what I'm saying? Enough. I can't contain it much longer. <laughs> Ghetto Berry. <laughs> hey guys, hope you're well. Just a thought that towards the end of the year, maybe both of you can do a quiz Ooh. just for laughs. 
absolutely it can be general knowledge on all things playstation not so much what happened the last 12 months because of your recaps but i think a quiz would be fun a third party perhaps so both of you can play maybe the committee can put forward some questions or just find some over the internet i think a lovely quiz would go down well like a mince pie eating contest during the yuletide season and i'm sure others would enjoy it alongside you too take care and keep on swinging this is a really good idea it's a good idea. So much so, in fact, that I just remembered we did do a quiz with our good friend Jacob McCourt. We did video game trivia with him. We should do it again. Have a trophy. We're absolutely, we should. Yeah, I think he did base it around PlayStation, I think, when we played. But, like, we could do it again. We could make it a whole, like, he'll find more questions. He's a clever guy. Yeah, we, we could ask, see if he's not too busy. Yeah. Because Jacob McCourt is a master at video games. What a crossover. Stuff. Yeah, he's really good. And I'm he's really bad really at trivia. So, yeah. <laughs> Joe is really bad. So he's bad. Serious. I'm so nervous. My anxiety and ADHD kick in. I just. Oof. Maybe. This? Maybe that could be a uh, extra life thing. Perhaps. Maybe if we hit a certain goal. Ooh. We can guarantee we can that trivia? we do it. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Let's write that one down. Let's write that one down. All right. Written down. Sertonis writes in, Sup, gents? Question right, this one's from a big the one. Sony Pony Express. Sertonis is coming sorry, at Sertonis. me with, with, with heat, I think. Yippee Kaye? That's not our catchphrase. <laughs> Sony Pony Express. Yippee Kaye! Yippee Kaye! Yeehaw! I've been playing Sea of Stars this past week, and though I am enjoying it overall, the mechanic of pressing X at the right time to add it to a hit or block is, if anything, frustrating. Really? I love it. I also love it. I only seem to get the timing right half of the time, and though I know it's optional, I feel like the combat is challenging enough that it's harder to survive if I don't use it. My question is this. Have you ever encountered an optional mechanic in a game that you couldn't help but engage with, even though it actually detracted from your enjoyment of the game? If so, how did you resolve this conflict? Also, I know this is basically my shtick now, but come on. (laughs) How funny is it that the last time I wrote in, it was right after the first batch of emails exposed Uncle Phil for the empty studios. Oh, boy. boy. And when I asked if we could at least admit that now, the two Xbox fans that were co-hosting that day basically answered, but let me tell you why Phil is really him, though. (laughs) LOL, no hate, but come on. Come we on. don't have to drink the Kool-Aid. Come on. I missed this. What happened there? Come what? On. We were talking about like the deal finally going through. We could put the past behind I know, us. but the two Xbox fans yeah, that yeah, were yeah. co-hosting that day, yeah, who yeah. was with us? Um, oh, my God. Was it Luke Baron? and Logan? No, no, no. I wouldn't let him. He's not allowed on the show anymore. Uh, oh, it was the week I was yeah, out. That's Baron right. In, okay. In, in jam-packed. Um, listen, they're all suits. You shouldn't trust any of them. Phil, Phil could smile. He could... You know, hold a water bottle at the same time. That's great. Don't trust them. They're there to sell you a thing. That's all. Yeah. yeah same yeah. with Jimbo. Jimbo just can't hide it well. It, he He's like, he's like, okay. The thing is, Phil's good at hiding it. Jim Ryan is like, he's going into disc- in, in undercover, but he's wearing like the, 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 like glasses and the fig mustache, you know? Yes. That's what what Jimbo is. So it's easy to make him the target. It's harder to make. <laughs> He's the f- picture of Shuhei Yoshida taking a picture of the Switch in a trench coat from back in the day. Jim Ryan <laughs> is like the guy holding a controller in an advertisement, right? You don't believe yes. it. Every time they're playing a game on a on a TV show and they're moving the sticks weird and they're like, doing all sorts of movements it's it's not real it, That's it's, Jim. The, it's the xbox controller playing a playstation game with nintendo oh, sound effects God. <laughs> it, when, they, when they're holding like a dual sense and it's making zip 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 
it's like just just get a gunshot like (laughs) you know this is uh directly attacking uh spectrum Mm -hmm. our cable provider Mm -hmm. i see your advertisements of bundles all the time and people are playing games and you're using like a ps3 controller (laughs) playing on a pc and it's not even turned on what are we doing it's like what is this an ocean gate ad Come on. What am I doing here? Uh, but like Phil's more relatable because he could say things that like you relate with. Like he'll be telling you like, oh, yeah, I'm playing Destiny 2. I'm currently doing X-Raid and I'm playing a warlock in my subclasses. That Like he's a nerd like you, so you could relate with him. That's why he's harder to be like critical on or maybe gamers are harder to be critical on. But like at the end of the day, they're all just suits trying to sell you a thing. So don't trust any of them, no matter if they're on. Quote unquote your side or not, you know? Back to the question. Has there been a mechanic that is too challenging enough that it's harder to survive if you don't use it? I'm trying to think of like, there's been plenty of times. I mean, I'll just say in Spider-Man 2. I unlocked a lot of skills. Did I use them all? No. (laughs) Did I get comfortable with some? Yes. Absolutely. Man, anytime Uh, that there's a puzzle in any game, that's what I go to. That's a mechanic. I can't do puzzles. Mm. To save my life. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I love in Spider-Man 2. There's different puzzles-esque, but like they're not like the connect the lines bullshit. Um, so yeah, anytime those. that there's a puzzle, please stop. I'm not here to play sure. the puzzle. All right? Yeah. Give me Tetris if you're going to give me a puzzle. Or give me Fair. nothing. Uh, Una writes in, hey guys, hope you're both doing well. So I've been ho- hoping... Or hopping on a replay of Yakuza like a dragon because it is a mission for me to for a mission for me on Completionator, okay. uh, which is that site I think Yuna uses. And I always had this feeling that moments in this game has reanimated with me since I played it first, which leads me to a question. Mm. If ever going through a replay of a game years down the line, do you ever think back on the moments that stayed with you on the game? Yes. One million percent. Yes. Um yeah, like they're just like, okay, how am I gonna react to this moment, and am I gonna see it differently? Like, and like, yeah. For example, Dead Space, the reanimator in that one. Um, holy shit, was I scared when I first played it on 360? I was way more prepared on PS5. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna make this guy yeah. my little girlfriend is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and I was ready for that son of a gun. So I took I, him to yeah. prom. Them all fire. <laughs> um, for me, I, it just happened recently. I replayed God of War 2018 before Ragnarok. And there's so many moments of that where I'm like, I loved it the first time around, but some moments I completely forgot. Yeah. Like the like uh, um, fighting Thor's sons in 2018. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I completely forgot about that whole section and that whole boss fight. I can't even tell you the names re- right now. <laughs> I can't either, but I, I, I know that boss fight is super cool. Yeah. And, and so when I replay things, it just kind of makes me fall in love with it even more yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, and like the many times I played Last of Us, it's just every single time, I'm like, man, this world, these stories are incredible. Yeah. Especially Savoy's favorite one, part two. Yeah, part two, yeah. That's actually a boss fight that could die in a cliff. Oh, here's one, uh, an email from Brandon English. Random question for the show. What is a first-party PlayStation character that you think smells the best and the worst? LOL, love the podcast. Sully smells the best. 
Oh, he's got some cologne. He's got a sh- like he's hiding the old man musk, but like he's just yeah. Here's the thing: Sully's the type of guy. I'm just gonna say this: Sully, like he may be approaching 70s, but like he gets down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's just got that swagger that like he's the type of guy that he's walking in with like a 25 year old girlfriend, like he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. You know, like Sully has the swagger and still the stamina. So I think he's rocking. He's rocking something good. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Also, now thinking about it, he kind of looks like Joe Biden, but less lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Uh, a little bit like less lost without a mustache. Yeah. yeah. What am I doing? Some here? might say Mark Wahlberg kind of looks like Shut him a little bit too. Uh, <laughs> but who smells the worst? I think that one's easy. Oh, Kratos smells like Eddie, shit. Oh, I would, I would disagree. I think anyone in the Last of Us universe smells <laughs> awful. True. Yeah. They haven't made soap in years. That's true. Decades. Ellie might as well be a walking yeast infection. You know. I. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm on fire with these. <laughs> Uh, that goes for everyone in the Horizon world too. Yeah. I'm sure they don't smell great either. That's true. I'm trying to think of like a good. Oh, but I'm looking. I'm looking right at him. Still, Kratos has been in like, like the 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 ass of a goat. You know. Oh yeah, no, he smells like shit. Yeah. But <laughs> he is torn apart demons from the inside. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Shout out to. I I feel like Cloud smells real good. Oh, true. And Tifa and Aerith, pretty much all Final Fantasy. True. They stay up on their hygiene. Yeah. No matter where they go. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, and this last one was a uh, a super chat in the live show. Uh, Chris Replay uh, gave us 10 bucks and said, Howdy, y'all. I often listen on Spotify at work. Want to say you're one of my favorite gaming podcasts. As for superhero games, the infamous games are slept on and forgotten. Slang, bang, thank you, mang. Maybe not for Thank long. you, Chris. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? Tip your cap. Joe knows something I don't. Nah, I'm just saying that to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Infamous are, are, those games are great. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're living in a good time with good superheroes. Really are. We really are. It's, it's just, I'm so grateful. Yeah, I'm so grateful, too. You know what? I'm grateful for you, buddy. I'm grateful yeah. for you. Thanks, bud. Uh, thank you all for tuning in this week. Before we get out of, out of here, Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get the heck on out? Mr. K-Step pretty much everywhere. Um, go check out all the indie gaming stuff at 6-1-Indie. Um, and come back to our YouTube channel after you're done listening to this podcast on audio feeds. Yeah. Or live viewers. Just come back tomorrow. Who knows? Might be something cool there. Who knows? Couldn't be me. Couldn't tell you. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, you can find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter or Platform X. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Platform X. They're taking video calls now. Like I ever asked for that. Just got the site working. Maybe maybe less porn bots follow me randomly. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really nice. Stop liking my tweets from like two years ago. Yeah. 
No one goes that far down on, on anyone's Twitter feed. Come on. What are we doing? You're not a real person. Yeah. But we all click the profile. Anyway, <laughs> you can find I feel seen and also very agitated. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you call me out? That's right. Oh, my God. You can find this show over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify, we are eight reviews away from 650 reviews on Spotify. Please rate us five stars. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really does help us out. It really boosts our confidence. It really gets it really gets our goat in the best way possible when we see reviews, five stars, and people are you know giving us compliments. Even like when with Chris Replay dropping that ten, tenner. Canadian funny money. You know, thank you so much. It's so nice. You know, patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. We're doing really awesome things, and it's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. I mean that sincerely. We we took a look at something that we're doing later this month, and only possible because of your generosity. And holy crap, is it going to be the biggest thing we've done this year? I can't. I feel it in my loins, you know? Really excited. That said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. Keep playing PlayStation. See y'all. Bye. I love you.